Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch a romantic comedy. Surprise, I came here to murder you. to romantic comedy commentary.com or sarah chooses to call it romcomcom.com and this week we are diving in to forgetting sarah marshall that's right uh but first to introduce the people at the table as always i'm one half of your podcasting team i'm justin and with me is my other half in this adventure sarah and this week we have brought someone from the islands here to shed some light the real island people yeah aloha <laughs> aloha and what does mahalo mean is mahalo a thing too it means thank you and this movie oh. really nails the pronunciation oh, that good. a lot of people visiting use uh so many times you hear mahalo oh no and uh it's not <laughs> it's not pronounced that way which is a funny thing that they were able to I feel incorporate. like that's a like midwestern like <laughs> make the a, a hard a lot of midwestern halo halo and but people try so hard they just really want to yeah. try to it's like you know visiting spain i guess you know you want to yeah. try to use the three words of spanish that you know right any opportunity you get but Puedo um ir al baño. <laughs> Well, what what other things this movie jumped out at you as like accurate touristisms like does everybody wear a hawaiian shirt oh yeah for sure especially if we're talking like midwesterners does uh, anybody in hawaii wear a hawaiian shirt um you know you can wear them to formal things i've worn them to funerals and weddings that's cool Um, but like the casual hawaiian shirt is not not a real thing necessarily I mean, it just depends. In like official settings, you know, where you're trying to look your best. Yeah. You definitely pro- you're definitely wearing an Aloha shirt. Huh. You have you're a- not wearing like a shirt and tie. You have a dress Hawaiian shirt? I have two. That's fantastic. Oh, that's fun. My mind is blown like open that. right what now. What do Sarah. women wear formally? Um dresses. A lot of times they're Aloha dresses. What's like, an Aloha so, dress? So the shirts are called Aloha shirts. Okay. And so it would be like a dress the made same from print. the same print. Actually, Jenny and I do have a matching, matching where uh, she has the dress and I have the shirt. That's sweet. Um, my shirt's a little faded. It's not like directly the same brightness. So it's mm. a little subtle. Wait, it's so a little then, joke to ourselves. So then that begs the question, where do you wear that? Because you said a funeral. To and a I wedding. Doubt, well, oh, okay. A wedding. Because I was going to yeah. say, like, are you showing up to a funeral and matching Yeah, they'd be the best shirts? dress. Could would, you do yeah. that? I guess you Absolutely. could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that... I just feel like yeah. the world's opening up before me. I know, right? I so want to go. What's the funny thing? Foods. Because you, if you know, if you, if you're wearing it at a funeral, people there don't really question it. But if you were to wear that here at a funeral, people would be well, yeah. pretty pissed. Yeah, they'd be like, what like are you they doing? would think that it was not very respectful. <laughs> well, but culturally, you know, it's appropriate there. You know, oh for sure. For I can sure. say without a doubt that one of my uncle's weddings this was like wedding number three or four was hmm. officiated by a guy. This was here in Columbus yeah. in a garage was officiated by a guy <laughs> in a Hawaiian shirt with a NASCAR shirt under it. Oh, and we still talk choice. about it to this day. <laughs> I so, like that. Sounds like that guy knew what he was doing. Hey, I mean, that's the Ohio tuxedo right yeah. there. Oh if, you're, if you're still <laughs> talking about it, uh, yeah, well, he nailed he's it. done it right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what what are some, now? I'm now I'm curious. <laughs> to any other like touristy things that most people, you know, we're we're not islanders. We're yeah, mainlanders. Um, we don't man. know what we're doing. Well, I used to work on a boat. Jenny did too. She's next to me, but off mic. 
Um, I used to work on a, on a snorkel boat, taking people whale watching and snorkeling. And mm-hmm. um, I did it for four years. And people love to know about the state fish. And so uh, whenever really, you have they to do say ask the full, can you say it? <laughs> well, should I quote the movie? You can, <laughs> yeah. certainly, if you and choose the it. movie... He says, humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apua, ah, and then he goes, yeah, bitch. <laughs> and so it's impossible. It was impossible for me to explain, like, say that name without then in my head Thinking, yeah, punctuating bitch. it with, yeah, bitch. <laughs> That's a good thing on a tourist um, boat. But, you know, you, you never know, like, if you let that out, like, there's a pretty small population that had seen the movie when I was working on the boat. I mean, yeah. it's a big movie, but. If you're talking to like 50 year old right. men, maybe they didn't see it. And oh no, so, I would. If you said that Jason to me, Siegel I would just figure hands. you were really pumped up about. <laughs> I would never have remembered it from yeah. this movie in a million years. Yeah. So. Yeah, me neither. Um, but since we're talking about it, you know, it's it's the Hawaiian language really just is really descriptive, mm-hmm. and so it kind of breaks down into a couple of different words. It's humu humu, mm-hmm. which I think humu humu means nose, so big nose. Hmm. Um, no, nuku nuku means nose. What does humu humu mean? I should have studied. It's been a while. No, Forehead. that's a I literally <laughs> don't even know how to type that word into Google to look it up. I don't H-U-M. know how you would spell huma huma. It's humu humu. H u m u. Again, that's doing no good H-U-M-U to me. H u m u. H u m u. Twice. Oh, there's apparently a, a song associated with this fish. Yeah. Huh. So humu humu is the type of fish that it is. It's a trigger fish and it has a little spine <clears throat> that sticks up. Hmm. And so it can kind of back itself into a rock and shove it up. And so if you're trying to you know, uh, bite its face and pull him out of the hole. He's stuck in there. He's stuck. Or if you like, try to chomp him, he's, you're getting a, a spine in your yeah. throat. So he's got some defense. So humu hmm. humu means trigger fish. Nuku nuku means nose, and and when they again when the Hawaiians repeat things, it's for emphasis. So it means big nose, huh. and a pua'a uh, means like a pig. So it's a yeah. fish like a pig. Also, supposedly they snort when if you pull them out of the water, but I wow haven't done. I want to see what these guys look like. Um, so do you just have like these fish. Hawaiian facts yeah. you used to peel off when you're on the boat? Oh that yeah, you can just like tear yeah, through. I mean, sure. I used to take people on a six-hour snorkel trip every day. As a tour guide, you you know this. Oh, you I do know. that kind yeah, of I, stuff. I, I, I imagine you done so. Well. Yeah. Oh, I could have done very well as a boat tour guide. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So here's the other thing then. And this movie kind of broaches on it a little bit with just questions Jason Siegel asks and how he interacts with the characters. Did people want to just live vicariously through you and they would show up on your boat and be like, just make it seem like you're living the island dream? Oh, like, yeah. Did they ask some leading questions like, huh, great life out here, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it depends. You get kind of two kinds. You get that and then you get things like so how do your parents feel about the education they paid for oh. and now no you're way. serving drinks wow. people Someone would honest to god yeah. say that Jenny to got you? it worse than i did because really? she was serving more drinks than i was but <laughs> it was it, like it's so you have like the people who get on the boat and are just ready for the best day ever yeah and so they immediately think you're the coolest person alive which plays well to my mm. ego and um <laughs> i wouldn't mind that <laughs> it goes well but yeah. so so they're just like ready for everything. They're all in and it, then they're having like the greatest time and they think that you're cool because you're living it and they have to go back to their job and you're at your job, right. uh, which isn't as great as we make it look. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then you have the other people who are like, so this looks fun for now, <laughs> which they kind of touch on in the movie where um, she talks about how it doesn't have to be anything, but 
you know, if you grew up in the Midwest, that's a hard thing to like really feel in your soul. So, yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm looking for a little more than that at this point. Mm. But <laughs> Brian has a very good friend who lives out in Hawaii now. He's a structural engineer. Oh, so he has like a real job. Yes. Yeah, so That's he... a different way to go out there, too. <laughs> well, he, he's they, not getting they the moved out there because his girlfriend, now wife, wanted to be a marine biologist. So mm-hmm. she got into school out there and he's like, all right, I'm coming with you. And so he builds parking garages because apparently there's no place to park. And, no. and it's like yeah. really lucrative. Well, and everybody, <laughs> everybody drives big trucks, like lifting. Oh. Not everybody, but... A, there's an absurd, like a noticeable amount of pickup trucks there. Huh. And all of the parking spots are like, say, compact car only on uh. them. And it's like, well, who painted this? Because you know what people are driving. Yeah. Why did you, why did you cut the number? Why, anyway, it gets and very I guess frustrating. Because it's obviously Volcano, these parking garages need like all of these structural supports and all this stuff. So he's very busy. Oh, I bet. And he's like, you guys should come out here. It's great. We it's love only it. getting busier. Yeah. 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 What, what, what island is he on? I think he's on the main one. Of course, um, I don't know what that's called. Probably Oahu. That's that where this, this. That's where this movie t- takes place. It's at an actual resort, is my understanding. Yeah, like, I've shot re- a wedding there. Really? Turtle Bay. You've been to the tor- Turtle Bay Resort? I've there, and I've <gasps> shot oh a wedding God. there. Different really? Yeah. Talk about burying the lead. Yeah, right? <laughs> So, I told you guys that I was the person that should be on this one. I've heard yeah. that there were some people fighting for it. Oh yeah, this was a sought after one. We had to yeah. we had to knock some people off it with sticks, but <laughs> you you ended up getting it. So what was the resort like? Was it just wonderful? Um, it's pretty wonderful. I mean, it's it or, accurately or represented. There, so it's not really that amazing to you, I guess. Well, it's in the movie they they make it look really really good. And it's not and that nice. In real life, it's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's one of my favorite locations for any of the resorts because hmm. it's not by any other resorts. It's right on the north shore of Oahu, which is where there's good waves in the wintertime. Hmm. Um, so the first time I stayed there, I stayed in a villa with um, some people, some body surfer friends that I had because mm-hmm. we were body surfing some of the waves over there. Um, what does body surfing mean? Body surfing is when you kind of swim onto a wave, but you don't have a board. Oh, that's kind uh, of so fun. So you're riding the wave. I like that. Yeah. Well, because in real life, surfing is very humbling and terrifying. Yeah. Especially if you want to be in like huge waves, which Ooh. I do. <laughs> um, and so, but I, I grew up swimming and I swam in college. And so okay. my comfort level swimming is a lot higher than my comfort level yeah. with a board. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I got pretty heavy into it. <laughs> I've only ever, um, we call it like like lake surfing or landlocking and Mm -hmm. i do that any chance i can get like down in tennessee my dad always borrows his boss's really fancy boat and we go out and we have no business being out there on that really fancy (laughs) boat but like i throw the rope back for like 15 seconds and i'm like i'm doing it i'm doing it and then i'm so afraid i'm gonna hit my head on the end of the boat because it's like right in front of you and then i feel like really cool (laughs) because i surfed you know yeah i did it when i was like six months pregnant it's hilarious the picture is really funny that's awesome i'm sure you're six months pregnant yeah with june yeah good for you yeah just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you have to stop surfing yeah Right. That's a that's a real island philosophy that I feel you could apply to lots of things in life. <laughs> we know some people who, How when they got pregnant, they they would only I don't know. Um, 
they were kind of bummed because they had to switch to a longer board and instead of laying on it they could just paddle on their knees oh, yeah. and then get up but that was like they weren't going to not surf hmm. um and so they but they had to adapt it for the belly a yeah bit, but. makes sense <laughs> Uh, another thing about this movie, though, is I was just kind of glancing through this. The director, Nicholas Stoller, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of other stuff oh, under his belt. Oh, he's done a ton of did stuff. Did he do Get Him to the Greek as well? Or? No. Oh, I know. I was surprised. Uh, he did Neighbors, Neighbors 2, so the ones with like Seth Rogen yeah. and Efron. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, he did do Get Him to the Greek. Yeah, oh, that okay. is here. Never mind. He I did do it. Say, he also did The Muppets. He did Muppets Most he Wanted. He did both of The Muppets, yeah. The newer ones. Mm-hmm. The newer ones, yeah. yeah. With uh, Jason Segel. Zoolander 2. He did mm-hmm. Gulliver's Travels, a uh, sex tape, and that was written by Jason Siegel as well, I believe. Oh, yeah. There um, you go. So, just kind of an interesting... Yeah, they're apparently good friends. Okay, before we jump into everything, though, Sarah, mm-hmm. for anyone that hasn't seen this movie, can you give them one of your just one-minute quick plot summaries so they're sure. not completely lost if they haven't seen it, though yes. they should? Okay. So, Jason Siegel lives in L.A., dates a really popular... Uh, procedural drama star (laughs) named Sarah Marshall and he does the music for her show which is kind of it seems like a Dick Wolf kind of he just does a lot of dramatic tones Uh, she breaks up with him and he seems to be like a total slob who kind of lives on his own you know doing whatever he wants all day eating cereal out of a giant bowl Uh, he is a mess and he decides he's gonna go to Hawaii to get his mind off of her. Of course, she happens to be there with her new boyfriend, played by Russell Brand. And uh, he meets the front desk woman who is Mila Kunis. They hit, strike up a friendship, which kind of turns into more. A lot of hilarity ensues with the two couples. Uh, there's a lot of Hawaii. And in the end, Sarah wants him back. He realizes he doesn't love her anymore and he ends up doing a (laughs) Dracula rock opera, brings Mila Kunis back to California, and they end up together. Minute 10. All right. You nailed it, kid. You nailed it. Sweet. You always, you always, (laughs) I have details at the beginning that make you nervous. It makes you nervous. And then you end up doing hilarity ensues has become kind of your catch all for like probably 70% of the movie. Do you say it even when the movie's not that funny? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it works. And it gets, and it gets done. Um, yeah. shit, that reminded me of something as you were saying it, but the Dracula rock opera, I have a bone to pick with you about that. And Why? not a bone to pick with you Why at me? all. Okay. Oh. She's <laughs> got a bone to pick with yeah, you too, but I think it's a aggressive. different bone. Okay. N- no, it's about rock operas, though. Yeah. <laughs> I brought up my meatloaf one, which we yeah. talked about. We've taken that apart. Right out of hell. Well, yeah. Well, on that, I was just informed yesterday he has a touring state, like a touring rock opera based <gasps> yeah. on Bad Out of Hell. Really? My brother's not, been... We're wasting all our time. I'm not happy about it because mine has to be better. Damn. I independently wrote one and did not know it exists. Like a rough outline, like a two-page Wait, outline. Based on Bad, Bad Out, Out of Hell. Hell. Yeah. Wasn't Bad Out of Hell already a rock opera? It was, like a, it was like an epic rock album, but it wasn't a stage show at the time I came up with it. And I just oh. found out that it has been made into wow. a stage show. I did not know that. Stolen right out crushing. from under you. I'm going to definitely have to tell my brother about this because he he'll feel I your pain. I love me. Well, and, but I, I, Sarah 
has seen it. It's yeah, like a two-page outline. Yeah, he's I, written it. I made it at a bar, but it's you not. You could carbon date it. The nuts and bolts it of it aren't bad. <laughs> I've got some old beer on Well, I've got some good stage production notes in yeah, there about yeah. you know mm-hmm. making a big spectacle at the end, and, th- and it, mm-hmm. I was I really quite frankly, Sarah, I fell in love with the project, and I wish I could have gotten a hold of Mister mm-hmm. Loaf, but now it's too late. There can't be two. Yeah. Is there any way to? I guess you're banking on using his music, so you couldn't probably do like a community theater version of it mm. maybe, of your own. maybe like okay so i actually did recently find <laughs> and out three out of five ain't bad <laughs> <laughs> something like that <laughs> i would do anything for you to be a little, little in love with me yeah <laughs> back to um things getting stolen out from under you though my friends and I created what is now Bananagrams in in college. We played really? and we called it Speed Scrabble, oh. and now it's a thing called banana called Bananagrams. That I was like, what the hell? I made these rules. It's the same rules. What's banana? What is a bananagram? I don't know. It's like a you, ba- write, you write a message <laughs> on a banana and throw inside it of a banana. Yes, pouch? seriously, it is. Is that it? Might even call yes, it a I have it downstairs. Hammock. Then what? There's what? a banana. I don't know why there's a banana involved, but. Well, it's, it wouldn't make sense to call it bananagrams if there right, but, was no but banana. Why? So they perfectly take, shaped carrying. Pouch. The, so there's no board, but it's all the pieces, and you try to fit them together as quickly as you can. And when you have them together before your friends have their boards together, you yell, "Take a tile" or whatever, and then they have to drink and take another tile. And we created that. Was drinking Oops. in the written rule? No. <laughs> that was just a pregame we created. Yeah. Well, that not that the worst? Mm-hmm. And my college roommate is half Hawaiian. Her dad's Hawaiian. And she may, I may be butchering her name, but I believe her full name is Laena Okekai. And then her last name is also Hawaiian. But we just called her Laena. And I was in like three classes with her in college where every single professor was like, La, hmm. and she's like just call me Anna. she gets so tired of saying that to people that's really frustrating yeah and her sister's name is Pua Nani but they just call her Nani yeah. so as I was watching this movie one thing that really really made me laugh and I told Sarah this earlier so my girlfriend Stephanie was watching with me and she's going you know watching this it just it, it just makes you want to go back to Disney World and go to that Polynesian resort. This is a woman. No, no, no. Now, why She's this is Hawaii funny. Right now. She is on her way to Hawaii tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. She watched a movie with She's me like, about I Hawaii. I wish I could go to Disney. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You're going to the real Oahu. place. You know, I know, but I, w- I meant to. She was saying oh she wanted God. to go to this fake. I'm like, you are literally tomorrow hopping on a plane to, to go Hawaii. to this place, yeah. and you would rather go to a facsimile of this type Let's of place. Let's just go to like the, <laughs> the think- tiki bar. <laughs> At Disney. I mean, yeah. that's that's what. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I really would like to go to the tiki bar at Disney. I just that right. blew my mind. Like you are hopping on a plane. Uh, she's just thinking about hours. what she's familiar with, probably. I think Ginny's parents have a phrase. What is it? Manicured paradise. Yeah, they oh, use Disney? the word manicured paradise a lot, and they love it because they come out to visit. Oh. Uh, we have a niece and nephew on island, so the, her parents are out a lot, oh. and they really, really love going to the resort areas mm. that are not, you know, as they Accurate, were before yeah. there was a resort there, and they they just can't get enough, and they call it manicured paradise, and it is something yeah. they celebrate, sculpted paradise, excuse me, <laughs> and yeah, it is something that they celebrate yeah. wholeheartedly, and it is a thing that draws. 
uh, draws images of Disney to mind. Yeah, I can see it. My parents, we went to Disney once and they were like, everything here isn't real. It's very strange. (laughs) I love it. We're going on uh, love it. this week. We're Are going, you? Yeah, we're heading down there oh. on Saturday. Maybe I should send her a photo while I'm you there. Oh my should. gosh, you totally should. That would be so like, funny. You're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> the weather is here, which you weren't. Mm. What's that postcard say? <laughs> I don't know, but I like that. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> I love that part too. That? I sing that all the time. It's so great. It's funny that we we're watching it around Christmas time, but yeah. I've been singing that all week. Oh man. Um, I love that character because Paul Rudd. it's it's a thing that people do. Well, the, yeah, I can't remember what was his name before he changed. Oh it. shit! He yeah. says his his like mainland name. Yeah, and they're like, "What does it mean?" Yeah. He's like, "Chuck, maybe." Chuck, yeah, yeah. it's Chuck. It's like, oh, it, it's wine yeah. for Chuck. Yeah, I looked it up in a in a book. <laughs> no, there's a guy out in Maui named uh, Jim, but he oh. goes by Chemo, oh. and he is which is the Hawaiian version of Jim. Oh, Jim. Uh, and in New York, he goes by Jim. That's where he has his like tour guide, like haunted tours. Oh my gosh! But, he has but on a... the on in Maui, he plays slack key guitar at a lot of bars and stuff. That's so funny. And he goes by Chemo. Oh, wow. And it's hard as somebody who has not adopted a Hawaiian name because mm-hmm. of my feelings on it. It's yeah. hard to like take this guy seriously. Yeah. But then, like Duke Silver. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally Parks different. I fully respect that. <laughs> That's a pseudonym. That's true. That's that's different. That's a saxophone um, name. Yeah, that's a saxophone <laughs> name. But yeah, so this guy, you'll hear him on NPR, like, um, you know, every morning, like the interstitial music. They'll be like, mm-hmm. and this is Jim Kimo. I'm not going to say his last name, but uh, in, in case it comes up, but um, <laughs> just playing. And he might even have a Grammy for playing Hawaiian wow. style slack key guitar. Wow. Um, like he's really good at it, hmm. but he's a white guy from new york right. that goes by chemo and so i have some problems with yeah. that that whole idea yeah. <laughs> well and if you did mike according to ehawaii.com their culture section if you did wish to go by your hawaiian name <laughs> mike uh, would be makala oh. don't know if i'm pronouncing that i think correctly, i've seen that on a keychain but i didn't ever purchase it is it m-a-k it would be m-i-k-a-l-a oh yeah or uh, Michaela. Lots of K's, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're that would be my Irish name. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, however, would be uh, Kala? K-A-L-A? That's what I said. Is that what she said? Yeah, I based that on nothing. Oh, okay. On no knowledge. I feel like I feel like this website, I want it to be true, and I'm going to do absolutely no research into finding out if this is what these names really would be. I, I just think like that, that you've stumbled upon... Um, Ooh, guess what mine would be? What? Lukakini. Ooh, <laughs> congrats Luke, Luke, no Luke Luke Keeney Luke Keeney like Bikini but yeah. Luke Keeney mm, no I was way excited about that a minute ago I'm not now okay. I, I, I remember Keeney. that yeah yep. so what yep. happened Keeney. is that there's like 13 letters in the Hawaiian <laughs> alphabet mm-hmm. and when white people started going over there and taking things away from them hmm. um, they started uh, they started making hawaiian sounding words with english yeah words and so these aren't like real yeah this well then this <laughs> does me, this i mean does... it is real to a lot of people like kavika is a very popular name out there and that's huh. uh david huh. um so it's it's a real thing yeah but it's it's hawaiianizations of Those english things. words and names like that's Maka. like um is... oh is that made up 
be made up, yeah. Oh. Mele means music. Um, I don't know what Kaliki Maka would mean. Hmm. Well, Kaliki Maka like is just like as close as they could get to the word Christmas because they're mi- they're missing half the letters. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're missing them, but I like it. It's not like they've gone somewhere yeah, and they can't Kaliki find them. But uh, what yeah, I was saying though this. <laughs> is, you stumbled upon John Travolta's renaming of people. Do you remember that no. after what? After um, he butchered um, Adina Menzel's name and called her Adele (laughs) Dazim. And everyone was like, what happened to you? Yeah, it was at the Oscars. And so then they made a, um, what the heck is it called? A database where you can type in your name and they'll John Travolta (laughs) it. Based on those two words? Yeah. That's amazing. It's awesome. And that seems like what they've done here. <laughs> Travoltify your name is, in fact, yeah. what you're looking for here, yeah. Sarah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How John Travolta would mangle your name at the Oscars. Yeah. It's amazing that the that the two words was a big enough sample size to yeah. definitively I mean, I think there say... was a certain amount of finesse going on there, but um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sarah, if if John Travolta was going to be saying your name at the Oscars, he would pronounce it Sionata Smoothie. Okay. So that's your Travolta name. I don't buy I don't it. Like it. He can't say that many syllables. Yeah. Okay. No. Well. So <laughs> this movie, this movie's just about a brutal fucking breakup. Yeah. Like that's what this movie is about. Like I, yeah. I today watching it for the first time, kind of just stripped away the comedy and was mm-hmm. like, I just saw this man. Yeah. This man in so much pain. What Sarah. I want to know is, what made her, if she had been sleeping with Aldous Snow for a year, yeah. What made her break it off with him? Then you know, like what finally prompted her to cut was it potentially the hawaiian vacation that they had maybe coming up they didn't have any plans that's why it was a surprise when when he came to hawaii she had plans without a snow and broke it off before that or something oh her surely there were paparazzi photos Oh yeah, that's you know, actually a good point. Huge She's stars, his famous. He's yeah. a rock star. That's true. She maybe. had to. She had to so break it off before yeah. he found out on TV. And she maybe it seemed like she was coming home from somewhere. She'd been away for a few days or something, and it was like know. it's finally time to. Yeah. Can we just say how brave Jason Siegel was too <laughs> to go full frontal? That was in his this idea. Thing? It happened to yeah. him in real life. Yeah, this no. is based in yes. truth. Really? Yeah. Yes. And he said that while it was happening, he mm. kept going. This is so funny. I can't wait for her to leave so I can write this down. I can't believe I this is happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He stood yeah. there and got broken up to yeah. while naked. he was naked. Yeah. Well, and the character did make a good point in it. The minute I put clothes on, this is over. Like, yeah. Yeah. you've got if some I kind leave, of hand as long as you're over. naked. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're naked, you've yeah, got hand. I still got the hand. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was saying that um I can't I think I listened to him in a Mark Maron's podcast. Um, okay. I'm not going to say because I'm not trying to advertise other Fair people's enough. work. But, Mark, you have enough um, listeners. Yeah, he's got enough. Maybe it'll <laughs> cross-reference and stumble yeah, into this. Either way, right. I think he was talking about it in that. I've listened to a lot of Jason Segel podcasts because I really like him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, he took his mom to the premiere of the movie yeah. and he didn't tell her oh no that his poor he was mom. naked like at the beginning and the end. Oh no. Um, <laughs> 
And so he had to just like, she had to sit there next to him, like not knowing. And he's just like, <laughs> remember me? Mom? I don't remember what, what the reaction was, but I cannot imagine That's like so going funny. with my mom to a movie where my penis was going to show multiple times for right. like more than a beat. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, like being proud of that. However, if you're putting that out there, your mom's going to hear about it. Mm. Right. She might as well be sitting next to you. Yeah. He's not ashamed. I, just, I try to put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. And how how would I handle that if I was <laughs> naked and getting broken up with? I I would feel so vulnerable. I would like want to immediately get dressed, you know. See, I yeah. think I think I would be so panicked that I would almost go the route that he did, but I would probably like leg it out to try and make it kind of more over the top as though like by making it more awkward, <laughs> I would be controlling the situation. So yeah. I'd probably like prop a leg up on a chair or something, oh, you know, that's... I think you'd get slapped. Oh, I'm not like saying this point, situation yeah. would, would end well Don't for anybody. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm hoping not to be in this situation. I'm just playing yeah. the game of what would I do? And mm-hmm. I, yeah yeah and i think that's probably what i would do i can see you doing it yeah um i just love that he comes out of the bathroom and sees her and then opens his towel and flaps his junk around it's like hey i don't know i thought it was more side to side because there's a lot of slapping sound way more side to side and i if my husband or a boyfriend or anyone did that i'd be like what the heck i'd be lying if i said that Maybe I haven't done that. I don't know if I've quite done that, but like we don't wear a lot of clothes at our house. I feel like that would hurt. There. So by sheer virtue, yeah. you have so moved in a side-to-side fashion home, quickly. And I do also work from home a lot. So I, th- I think even before the breakup, they this nailed. This is revealing. They nailed. like Eating out of a giant bowl. Just Well, I don't eat cereal in the amounts that he does, but just kind of like so waiting all day until you know the person's coming home and then be like, I guess I better start working. Yeah. And like... Running around the house, cleaning it up, doing all the dishes so that the first thing Jenny sees when she walks in the house isn't like a pile of dishes. Um, right. And then, Brian yeah, does that too. I, I, uh, they really nailed a lot of the things that hit really close to home for so me. So you are, you really see yourself in Jason Siegel's character here is what you're uh, saying. To a point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny hasn't broken up with me no. since we've been married. So That's good. Good. congratulations <laughs> on that. Good job. <laughs> but real, like, really, is this one of the first rom coms that we've done that really is like has a big breakup in it like this? I yeah. mean, the movie is all that about. We've done, yeah. The movie is grief. It's grief. Oh my god, I wonder mm-hmm. if it goes through the stages of grief. No, oh. we should analyze that. I should have looked into that. Mm-hmm. Someone out there, look into yeah. it. Somebody do. Maybe this. it does. Right. In. Uh, but that gets to the Dave Wilcox. The the <laughs> quote that you had at the beginning, the um I'm here to murder oh you. Oh my god. The fact that he <laughs> says that is so freaking hilarious oh because she's clearly put off that he shows up at the same resort and instead of also being awkward about it, he just totally leans in and is like here to murder you like <laughs> see you talk about how you identify so with jason single here because of the nudity and what and all that <laughs> i identify with it because he realizes that he's got no hand and he's yeah. just gonna make it as terrible and awkward as he can because yeah. he, he doesn't know what else to do yeah. he panics because but instead of panicking and claiming up like most people would he just man he somehow manages to make it funny mm. and 
Oh, well, so funny for us though, but it's I, like, so funny. I, I would love. I know I haven't been in that instance, but like, I really think I, I'm shocked I haven't been. Like, <laughs> well, I'm here and to it's, murder it's you. within <laughs> a lot of with with a lot of other people watching. It's not like it would be creepy if he said that to me in a private place. Yeah. But the fact that like there's a very pretty girl watching, and then a whole host of like others in the lobby. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like he, he's when, playing to when he shows up at that resort and she starts walking over and he asks uh, um, my Mila Kunis like, "Is she walking this way?" Yeah, I wish I wasn't wearing this stupid <laughs> yeah. fucking shirt. I love that. <laughs> well, because you, it, again, it, I just go back to times that I've ran into exes or you see them out yeah. and you're just yeah. immediately like, it's everything when is you're wrong. Not prepared. Like, yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. why am I wearing this stupid fucking yeah. thing? Like, I look so goddamn dumb. Why don't I? Hey, how you doing? You doing good? Hey. How are you I just see a lot. I just see so much truth in this pain, Sarah. It, it, well, and it as a woman a place, who so listens right. to a lot of like true crime podcasts and is fairly into true crime, like that's what you're always worried about. Like some dude coming to murder you. Like that is in the back of your brain at all times. Jenny like, is nodding. Yeah, and I can verify that she is constantly worried about being murdered. Seriously, yeah, it's real. So for him to just say that out loud totally breaks the tension because that's exactly what she's thinking. That's what I would be thinking. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Show me your hands. Do you, you leave? Know, like... Do you leave if you run into oh, an ex yeah. in a situation like yes. that? Do you? I mean, well, you spent the money to fly there. And no, then... no, I'm, no, I'm just saying not even not hotels. Hawaii. Just, but would you? How he powered down and or powered in and was just like, yeah. I'm staying at this hotel. Oh, no, I'm I staying. Leave. You're leaving. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm leaving. I'm I'm not not I don't have the ego. I don't need to have this yeah. ego thing about staying. I'm not just leaving the hotel. I'm leaving the island. Aww. I'm leaving Hawaii. I'm just going to keep going. Just take me to Japan. Just keep going yeah. or whatever. You this know? was a good layover. Guam. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. This would quickly become just a layover. Aww. Take me to Disney World. I just need to go get some tiki drinks. Yeah. My well, you could go to the other side of the island and go to the Disney Resort. I could, but I'm making it clear that if I were in that situation, I would be so terror stricken. Like I couldn't be with it. Yeah. An the, option, oh, no. This would be the one time that you would just see me. The, the credit cards would be going down. <laughs> yes. It's I don't care what it costs i just need to not be here yeah anymore i don't find jason siegel um like physically attractive like i don't really like he doesn't like do it for me you know but you wouldn't call him i an love him so much like i want to be friends with him like he has you. this mix in this character of like an odd sense of confidence mm-hmm. and this you know, crippling <laughs> anxiety and, <laughs> and, you know, uh, what's the word? Insecurity. But like when he's looking in the mirror at the beginning, he hasn't been broken up with yet. And he like flexes his fairly flabby pecs. And he's like, good for you. Good for you. He talks to himself in the mirror. God, that's fantastic. And like what I know of him loving the Muppets and all the creative stuff he's done. I'm like, this guy is so yeah. great. I love him so much. He's definitely the type of person that I feel like I'm already friends with. And so oh, if I saw you. him in real life, well, no, it's like kind of like Jonah Hill. You like, are friends with that guy. Like when yeah. Superbad came out and I saw Jonah Hill yeah. talking that way, he may not stand by it now, <laughs> you know, 10 years later, but it was like, oh my gosh, that's how we talked in high school. Aww. I know this person. Yeah. And if we met, we would be friends. There's no way. 
we would be friends because they're famous and they're like, right. you don't have anything to offer here. Yeah, right. but you know that. But guy. I do feel like Jason yeah. Segel is another one that's like, no, oh, we're yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. You don't know it yet. Yeah. Sorry, bud. I know. But I think to your point of him not necessarily being like a leading star attractive um that's why i had to write the movie yeah like a lot of the sense. freaks and geeks people oh my gosh um, came out and judd like so couldn't fantastic. get them like work and other stuff like nobody mm-hmm. would hire them and he's like you guys just have to write which is why seth yeah. rogan and jonah hill and jason siegel and well, james franco is probably a whole nother story he's well yeah lunatic but like in mm-hmm. the best and maybe worst of ways, but right. Um, but yeah, so like he had to write Jay his own Bishel. movie. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess um, Jason Segel also based a lot of this breakup on his breakup with Linda Cardellini, who played Lindsay in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Ginny yeah. is aghast. <laughs> she had no idea. Bombshell dropped. Yeah, they dated and. She broke up with him and broke his heart, but he wasn't naked in that breakup, <laughs> apparently. And he said they're still good friends to this day, and she was an awesome girlfriend. She wasn't anything like Sarah Marshall, but he based a lot of his feelings and his grief and in, in getting over it on that breakup. Well, they were all around the ages that they were playing, I think, yeah. in the movie. So, oh, they were young, show. yeah. So, yeah, if that was his like first was, real like, girlfriend yeah. and he's 18... Mm-hmm. Those are the worst breakups. Really. Oh yeah, when yeah. you don't know mm-hmm. about yeah. breaking up or like out. have the wisdom that yeah, you yeah. should have broken up years ago, like or whatever. Right. Man, that's that's the hard well, stuff. even yeah. and you know what that comes through. Sorry, that comes through in this movie because uh, they keep having those flashbacks throughout the movie of him <laughs> yeah. realizing how they don't fit together. Yeah. So it it kind of makes sense hearing Sarah say it's based on a young relationship, and then what you're saying because yeah, having those flashes in there, it is kind of like oh yeah, shit. Like this is what you this is what a breakup those looks like flashes when you're younger. Were fantastic. Yeah. They were so smart. I think I listed them as montages. Question. Yeah, mark. I know they were kind of funny little vignettes. Yeah. Back, backward vignettes. They gave you so much insight. The, yeah. the ones what, where she was realizing yeah. she kind of screwed up. And, yeah. he's, and he's wearing all that dumb shit she gave him. Yes. Oh my God. That hat. That chucker hat. Yeah. She's like, nice hat. Thanks. My girlfriend got it for me. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. You're like, ah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So great. So many good ones. So I mean, oh these... yeah, Andre the Giant, step out of the shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, then here, here's the question that this movie really, to me, begs: Is Sarah Marshall the bad guy? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but no, no, she's the antagonist. Me, no, 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 no. I mean, I get that. I'm sorry. Not is she the bad guy? Is she a bad guy? Is she a bad person because she cheated on him? But she yes. does have that entire section where she says to him. You know, you don't know about the therapy I went to. You don't know yeah. this and that and the other. That's true, but you, mm-hmm. that doesn't give you the right to cheat on somebody. Oh, no, I'm, ju- I'm just playing devil's advocate here, yeah. man. I'm just saying. So I'm responding of, to oh, okay. you. <laughs> and I Would you had like this me conversation to talk? at home, mm-hmm. and it kind of flows into the idea that this is a young breakup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's 26. she did all of those things she listed, but didn't tell him about it. You know what? That Where's did catch me. Communication? Yeah. If you're doing if you all really this stuff, fix this, then you're right. doing it together. Right. Yeah. But you don't know that at 23, right. which I think they're probably older than that. in this she's, but, she's 26. He says yeah. you have at least four years <laughs> till you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> um, because to me, yeah, I, just, I, I completely so agree. Much... She's talking to her mom. She's going to these love seminars. It's like, yeah. why didn't you tell him you were doing any of this? Yeah. Like, 
because she is she is a devil in it. But when she kind of drops that on you in the end of the yeah. movie, it, it humanizes her a lot and kind yeah. of made me step back. And then the way mm. she's panicking, the dinner that they have. Oh my god, mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me enough money to have dinner with an ex and someone <laughs> they're dating. Oh my god, you, I would. That put would be a, just, I'll kiss a gun before I do that. That would be yeah. the worst. But even in that, the way she's panicking, mm-hmm. there's this. There's this vulnerability that they gave the yeah. character it's like no I, like i was cool completely hating yeah. you don't yeah. don't don't make it seem like she's knows she's done wrong mm-hmm. and that she did this effort on the back end i don't know yeah she is the villain mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if she is as villainous a character in the end as it seemed no i think yeah. just immature yeah i think that just well, speaks how she tries to, to get him back mm-hmm. how well written the movie is yeah. that she's a real person mm-hmm she did stupid things. Yeah. Well, and how she tries to get him back physically again is yeah. akin to like what you would do in a younger relationship when you're yeah. panicking and you're like, you know, that for her that was like she probably felt that was the one thing she could trade in mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. sex and get him back in. And mm-hmm. kudos to him for getting the hell yeah. out of there. You know, way to go. Yeah. I think yeah. is like he's like talking to Rachel's character, you know, Mia Kunis, and he's like, he stopped mid blow job. Yeah, <laughs> you know how hard that is. Yeah. That takes a. I mean that. Yeah, that's willpower. Because you, it, it's even kind of hard to. And keep. maybe a little bit of hate. <laughs> well, it's well because he does walk out of there going, "You're the fucking you're, devil." Yeah, he says, devil. "Yeah, no." He says, "He's like Gandhi. He's better than Gandhi." <laughs> yeah. That's there, one of my favorite characters for sure. There was a <laughs> yeah. funny. I did watch some of the deleted scenes before the DVD just cut out, but there was a deleted scene where he, for whatever reason, is at the airport saying goodbye to her and. It's an it's a, another well written scene, and that it's him going. I hope never to see you again. Or like mm. you are the devil. I hope <laughs> the best for you, and that you have a good life. But I do not want to ever see you again as long as I live. And just how yeah. it's written. I know again, feeling. it's like this. It feels yeah. like a, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like <laughs> he says out loud so many things that you want to be able to say, but yeah. you maybe don't haven't come up with or don't have the to say yeah but it feels good to watch someone get those get kind yeah. of those jabs in it and accents yeah. like yeah i totally could have done that if i thought about it <laughs> yeah. was in the correct situation God, and her playing in that procedural drama is so fantastic all of the um the first one or like the, the one first that they one that yeah they with canceled. william baldwin <laughs> oh my god with the puns oh, so, so good and it's so true is that an actual baldwin yeah yeah it's billy nice. i think that's yeah. is that the younger yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's a baldwin he's a bald total yeah. baldwin <laughs> yeah that's, I mean, that's one of the cameos. There are tons of cameos in here. Yeah, I totally missed it. But if we're getting into cameos, apparently when he's ta- talking to himself about being in Sex in the City, and you're <laughs> such a Samantha. Oh, my God. I'm going to sleep with that. anyone. Cynthia Nixon is behind him. I, I for a really? second, I thought I was thinking in my head going, that does kind of look like so the person funny. in Sex in the City. That is, yeah. that blows my That's mind. That's a great cameo. I yeah. read about that and was like watching yeah, for I kn- it, I didn't but I still it. didn't see it. Hey, yeah. dumb island question. Yeah. Um, so obviously at the tourist areas, they're going to garnish these drinks in a very fantastical fashion with pineapples. I've never that, seen he starts the laying full it all banana. Down. <laughs> the full banana. I've seen drinks oh inside God. of a pineapple. That's Ooh, yeah. a thing. Uh-huh. Quorum, but yeah. I've never you, <laughs> seen the full like penis head that's orange so banana. Funny combination. Well, the, well, the <laughs> actual question. Like, he's like, oh, look at this. 
It, the actual question is, so I assume they do a, like over-the-top garnishes at actual resorts. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. walk into a normal bar in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You order something with a, 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 a rum in it. A, yeah. a, a, a nice a mai good, tai. Yeah, like a Mai mm-hmm. Are they, I don't know, Mai Tai Tequila something. Tequila sunrise. But are they, are they putting a slice of the pineapple in there? Are they putting a wedge? Yeah. Are they zhuzhing it up a little They'll bit? Do or do they not? Yeah. T- it's not, I don't, the tiki culture isn't quite what it is with like hipsters in Ohio. But so you're saying I'm more likely to get an extravagant garnish here in oh, Colorado. Wait, is there sure. a tiki culture? Is there a hipster tiki culture? I want yes. there to be. I read about huh. it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my buddy Kyle mm-hmm. and Jared are both kind of into the scene. Of course, uh, because they, there's not well, a damn doing, bit of me that's surprised by either of them. They're doing. They're going. It's the most ridiculous. Like, because they're both kind of into cocktails and not like a Manhattan, but like mm. you know where you like. I don't know. Just made your own syrups and like like every everything that you're adding in has been like hand altered or made and that's a huge thing apparently in tiki bars which i didn't really know about until i I read about it but there is a culture it hasn't died and people take it very seriously well justin (laughs) managed to find a tiki bar in chicago he got really drunk at it yeah it was great they put you know some high proof rum on top of a oh lot yeah of stuff. yeah yeah and stephanie wouldn't let me steal the glass they all had like really cool glasses that well, they how come big in. was her purse uh no her uh, her purse was big enough that we could have put it in there but like i was just gonna walk out with this thing she's like no they make you walk a plank i've i've been caught before this or that Wait, they didn't do any of that shit i just walk I could have walked plank. right out there's apparently a plank in there what it goes do into to i don't the know glass? Sure you hope walk so. the plank? Like, I, it seems like you've worked for it at that point. Yeah. I, would, I would hope so. But. I would walk a plank for... I think yeah. we were in at like a Trader Vic's or something in Georgia one time, and we were getting these punch bowls that were ceramic barrels. And we definitely went home with one of those and then started making them on our own at home. Mm. And... Those nights didn't end. I mean, that was a big headache. There's yeah. too much sugar in that for me now. But when when we great. went to Disney World and we were at the Polynesian, uh, let's yeah. just talk. You know what? Fuck it. Welcome to Island Drinks with Justin and Sarah. And <laughs> Mike. Let's talk about rums. Uh, when I was at Disney World with the Tiki Bar, all I saw on the menu was the equivalent. I, I forget what it was exactly written as, but it was a bowl was how it was described. Mm. And they brought over a bowl of liquor and it was on fire but the shape around it was of the nautilus from Twenty Thousand leagues under what? the sea because and you're at disney yeah they do the, such a good those, job tying things yeah. in. Oh those motherfuckers <laughs> were watching me like a hawk because oh, they knew that that sucker was oh i'm sure it. everybody tries walking out with it uh, and i think you had the option to purchase oh it's it. probably 75 yeah, bucks or something I, something absurd it had to be a high figure because when justin does disney world he's <laughs> having a good time we're yeah. not doing Is disney world cheap justin and this is during that yeah separately were texting us last time they were there like justin's really drunk stephanie's really drunk and just like texting us separately about each other no just individual he's gonna try to steal the class there is something magical about that damn monorail you get on that thing with a cocktail oh my god you oh because they have you serve alcohol in there now right in some of the the parks yeah did for a long time but it recently i think in the magic kingdom in epcot it's had it forever there's a monorail Bar crawl, isn't there? Yes, yes. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. You go, it goes to all the hotels. So you could, not all the hotels, but um, it goes like the Polynesian, the, uh, hmm. what's it called? The Contemporary. It goes to the, f- the Grand, Grand Florid- Floridian. The Grand Floridian. You're going to want to post <laughs> up there. I'm going to give you a little tip about the Grand Floridian. There's a, there's, a, there's a bar when you walk in and there's like a big band that plays a lot of Ooh. time and the bar is directly behind it. When you it. say big band, you kind of said it um, emphasizing the band. Big band. Uh, but are, should we be but emphasizing is it big the big band? Like, like Ryan orchestra. like yeah it's horns. like they had horns and they're stuff they're sitting Ooh. down with a little like podium thing in front of them yeah and, it was like that like Lawrence and it's, in the, it's in the big grand what the hell do you call it like grand hall Ballroom? or opening area of the atrium grand floor. yeah atrium thank you that sounds awesome so you're gonna want to check that out yeah. and maybe do I, the, I, I, the I only time that Can't I went to Disney enough. we stayed at the Grand Floridian because there was something where this vacation had to be used or it would be gone or something and whoo. I we had breakfast that morning sitting next to Andy Rooney. Wow. Yeah. I was fourteen. I didn't know who That's he was. Awesome. At all. He just had big eyebrows. I could go on Rooney. about this. Yeah. This forever. is a different podcast, I think. <laughs> no, absolutely. This is we Disney talk. talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's reel it let's reel it back into Sarah Marshall. I don't know. I, I when I first saw this movie I wasn't living in Hawaii and I didn't mm. know that I would like I didn't realize that that was didn't ever a know thing. Know your future. Justin went to Hawaii one time when we were working together. And like came back and did Justin? Yeah, and said I would rather uh-huh. go to Las Vegas. And Justin. I, I could have punched him. I was I was devastated. Aww. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, Your parents should have taken me. You know, I would well, have appreciated it. Let, let's frame this a little better though. <laughs> Justin Justin had a certain pension for drinking back then that, that back has quelled then. quite a bit. Justin just belongs in the Pacific Northwest. That's yeah, it. see, I'm you've always been more of an, an a beach island guy. Yeah. I'm more of a like deciduous forest or Pacific. Yeah, I like plaid and all yeah. of that. It's just different strokes, different folks. Okay. But please yeah, please can please continue. I just didn't yeah. want to be thrown under the bus like I was unappreciative of a vacation. No. It yeah. also, you know. It was just didn't speak to his soul. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's fine. It's fine now. Now that I live there, (laughs) now that I know (laughs) how wrong you were. (laughs) But uh, so yeah, I saw it before it even occurred to me that living in Hawaii was a thing that I could do, and it it like spoke to my soul that like people move there and work and live. It gets me. I just I couldn't like couldn't even fathom it. Um, and I and I just thought it was so funny. I was watching everything that was related at all to like Judd Apatow and Freaks and Geeks and the people had to do with that. And so I think that, you know, like the, it didn't even really register to me like how terrible the breakup was and how well-written that stuff was. I didn't even see How true it is. Like they really nailed that in those parts of life. Yeah. But I didn't even care because the the side friends, all of the side characters in this movie are so funny each each person has something hilarious going on and so yeah outside of the romantic comedy aspect of it if it was just a comedy i think i would have loved it just the same Mm -hmm. but now you know watching it a couple years later and a couple breakups later um it was it's like oh my gosh this really is yeah this is crushing i can't almost can't watch this or enjoy it as much as i did back then which has maybe nothing to do with living in hawaii but mm. just kind of maybe years but it is cringe inducing watching some of this and realizing like yeah. he gets the phone call about we can hear a woman wailing <laughs> oh i am God. Sh- hysterically crying. Shocked. Yeah. shocked 
that I have not received some sort of phone call like that at some oh, point no. or like that someone as well, I'm driving and probably drove you, took you away from the bar and drove you home. That was actually probably pretty. Yeah. yeah. But I mean like, or that someone as I'm driving wasn't like rolling their window down. Like you're okay. Right. Yeah. Like you're going to uh, be okay. Cause was like, Mike there when you were crying and then you woke up mid blackout to realize that your face was wet? Uh, Mike was the one that left me with <laughs> yeah. John Tumbush in the crowd for that. Uh, yes. Mike was there for that home. adventure. Yeah, yeah. I got home one way or the other. Yeah. That story was told. We would not go to a strip club. <laughs> Uh-oh. But damned if I didn't want to go to one, as I recall. Yeah, that wasn't happening. Hey, we, so, so yeah. So I, I know tr- friends. I know being uh, uh, Bawir uh, ba- Rat Dog. Oh, excuse me. We no. went to both in like a week. I yeah. Think. yeah. I just I know what it's like to be a breakup fucking train wreck, uh-huh. and I say this with a friend that has been there for all of Most them. Of yeah, all of yeah. them, and that I, I, I. I take breakups really hard. I know that about mm. myself. It is who I am. I do not wear my heart on my sleeve often, but that is the one thing that, so when I see him in this like sobbing, I'm like, no, no, that's you. Don't look at it. Like I almost want to fast no. forward through those trunks because it's like, I can't laugh at him mm-hmm. sobbing on the ground because like <clears throat> I've been sobbing on the ground. I've been <laughs> at a, a, a Bob Weir concert, like soaking wet, crying and yell. Like yeah. those parts to me were funny, but it also is just like jarring. Like, no, no, Justin, yeah, you are better than that. Real. But it's not funny. Like those parts aren't funny until until like the tag at the end where he's like okay I'll keep it down and then mm-hmm. okay yeah just him like yeah yeah I'll try to keep it down you're on the top floor okay yeah just like way way to own it and uh yeah you're on the top floor <laughs> Uh, I just love him too because he's a sensitive soul in this movie and in real life too. I heard an interview with him on Terry Gross where where <laughs> he went to a summer camp that his brother had been going to. He has an older brother who was like, play it cool, man. This is my summer camp. Don't <laughs> F this up for me, basically. And he's like, okay, it'll be fine. Like, I'm so excited. I finally get to go. This will be great. And they had a talent show the first night, like an introduce yourself kind of introduce yourself and here's your talent. And like, he couldn't even make it like a full day without getting up. And he's saying, there is a castle in the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, like, I looked over and my brother's like, fucking god damn it he's like but i couldn't help but i just wanted to sing that song that was like in my soul and and that was my song (laughs) so classic like you can just see a little jason so i mean i feel like you know truth is uh follows or what is it fiction follows truth or what's the I can't think of what the phrase is. Mm. You're the English write teacher. your own yeah, write say. write your choose your own art, adventure. Right. Oh yeah, I think that. Yeah. No, I think art that's imitates it. life is what I was trying to get to, but also write what you know. Yeah, and oh my god, <laughs> so great. Ginny wants me to talk about how well they know Hawaii, and it's probably because that's what I wanted to talk about too. Oh, but all I'm, right. Well, because I think there's there's two things that I know that Who's really that? know it. The, the writers. The, okay. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall and then there's one episode of South Park where yeah. they go to Kauai uh-huh. and there's so many jokes in there where you're like Trey Parker and Matt Stone must live on Kauai for part of the year because there's so many just jokes that 
you wouldn't know are hilariously really? funny unless you spent a lot of time there. Huh. Um, but I don't know if I have a list. I know that um, we talked about Mahalo, the mm-hmm. uh, mispronunciation of Mahalo. Mahalo. And they just really kind of <laughs> nailed the feeling of the tourist industry there. Um, yeah. The pig, oh, they, the pig yeah. roast. <laughs> don't make me do this. I've oh my never God, been I'm so allowed sorry. to slaughter the pig, but certainly... You know, there's luau's every day, right. and there's a pig being roasted every, every day. single day, mm-hmm. and it's this weird. Just there's an argument for it being, you know, sharing the culture, but it's really more like a lot of tourists that are like dance for me, and right. so that they oh, kind of do the thing you yeah, do, the dancing and, and the costumage, and yeah, yeah it becomes a like spectacle. we came here for this. Yeah, this is not Ohio, you know, like right. so. They kind of hit that. Um, I uh, love that she... I, allow me to interject and uh, point out that as I was leaving Stephanie's house, I told her that I would pay for her to go to a luau if she wanted to. So uh, oh, I, am, I am sorry. I, didn't, I guess I didn't see it in that manner. Uh, <laughs> well, there are some good ones. Is she I've just never going been to a, one. Is she just going to step but... into a luau and be like, Justin, Venmo me $50. I need it's to... It's more than that. I think that's kind of... Oh, no. It's like 150 each wow. i mean yeah go to the good one. Oh no it seems that i said i'd pay for her and her friend to go that was a mistake i was thinking 50 bucks it's each like tops. all you can eat and drink 150 dollars yeah. though well there's fire dancing at some of them but 150 Hawaii, it's man. dinner and a show i get that but my lord jesus i, I might just have went a... from arguing against luau's to arguing <laughs> for luau <laughs> i am now against luau's no. As you should be. Yeah, do not appropriate that culture <laughs> in that fashion. You know, Stephanie, I'm sorry. No. I'm going to have to take a stand here, okay? <laughs> Those no pigs luau. have lives. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I loved is uh, she called out the newlyweds, and she's like, oh, oh you just God. have that glow. That's like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I was newlywed, and I'm sure that we were glowing. But working on the boat, people were blown away when you're like, oh, just married? And they're like, what? Bullshit, how, really? How they, do you know? How do you know? know? It's like, well, your nails are like perfect right now. And that ring is very, very clean and yeah. spark. Like, it's pretty easy. Um, and you're here. <laughs> yeah, and you're here. Like, do I need more clues? But, but every time, Money, like, please. how did you know? And it's it kind of is like a weird <laughs> What about that bride that you shirt you're wearing? Working. Oh, people do that. <laughs> I yeah. know. I had never felt more like a freaking number than when we got on the plane after our wedding and there were like three other women wearing bride shirts and i'm like fuck you in addition to you i was not wearing a bride <laughs> shirt oh man i was you not i other. i had yeah that's you true had the tiara. i had been asleep Gosh, i slept for two sad. hours we got to the airport brian didn't have the tickets it was the last oh, airline no. that had paper tickets and they did some Saturday Night Live skit where they're typing and typing and typing and typing. And I'm like, are we going to get on the plane? Are we going to get on the plane? Like ran. Oh, my gosh. Finally got on. It was miserable. That is miserable. You never go on your honeymoon the day after. You wait a day or you go that evening. Why? why that's for 7 a.m. Sunday morning. It was real there. stupid. It was real <laughs> stupid. And then all these women wearing bride shirts. I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah. I did. Um, this is kind of getting away from that. But I've, I've done a, a fair bit of um, resort family photography. Mm. And um, my favorite one, usually you don't want the newlyweds because they already spent thousands of dollars on photos the week before. So mm-hmm. they're not buying. But um, we had a 40th birthday um, mm. of just like the. I hope everyone was wearing black. Yes. 
Uh, well, they were wearing black bathing suits. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Just the most like proud, beautiful, <laughs> big black women. Oh, there wow. Were, like 17 of them. And the, the, the birthday girl had a silver bathing suit on that says, this funny. is my birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe my, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite awesome. photo shoots ever oh because gosh. they were all into it. All 17 of them wanted a jumping photo, uh, like just everything that rational enthusiasm like want when they they all the checklists and they were just posing everything they wanted to walk toward the camera like all of it (laughs) but they were only wearing their bathing suits the whole time and it was a bit awkward but i'm just wearing a shirt that says bride reminds me very much of wearing a bathing suit that says this is my birthday suit or when everyone wears (laughs) like a white shirt and jeans you're like you must wear a white shirt and jeans can i just say for the listeners out there that have families uh, enough with the white shirts. <laughs> if you are they're in class, Hawaii timeless. <laughs> and you have a photo shoot at noon Ooh. when the sun is straight up in the sky so and bright. you wear white, the photographer has to decide whether they're exposing your shirt or your face. Yeah. And they're going to decide your face, which means the middle is a weird cloud. Yeah. So enough with that. Wear bright colors. Greens and blues work awesome. Huh. All right. I think this is good advice. I remember that. See, we're we're digging deep here. How do you feel about black? Uh, it can work, but it's not great. Right. And if like you know, you really want saturated blues and greens from kind of the nature around. Mm -hmm. You want to play in with that, and black clashes instead of brings forward i can see that that's not to say that you can't take dope photos in black in hawaii like Mm -hmm. you can but um Hmm. i maybe wouldn't well we're gonna do family photos in the spring and i think everyone wants to wear black but that's in ohio well i think if it's well thought out yeah and good light it can be great we'll see you know a beach Beach photo, like family beach photos look weird if people are wearing black and it's like a beautiful sunshiny day with awesome blue ocean behind you. Yeah. Speaking of blue ocean. um, That was crazy. They really, they really saturated the ocean. It was like. It almost looked like green screen in the beach scenes. I thought at first it was. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's because those are really Caribbean colors and that's not. That's not really what is in Hawaii has very deep blue water, but Mm -hmm. generally not that like turquoise so much. And yeah, it was kind of hard to look at really. Oh, and weddings. One of my favorite lines in it, because I I shoot (laughs) wedding films out there. um, He's like, oh, wedding in Hawaii, real original. And I think about that every time for these poor people who've paid me to be there to film Uh, their wedding. Real original. And, you know, Ginny and I got married on a beach in Hawaii. Mm. Not a beach that's often married on. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I love that line. It hit me to my soul. (laughs) based on the work that I do. Uh, the thing that I can't get over, when they wrote the uh, Al Just Snow character, they thought, I don't know if you know who Charlie Hunnam is. Mm-mm. He played the main character in Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Like, kind of a badass, yeah. pretty serious role. I'm like, he was supposed to be Al Just Snow. I mean, he's British, too. But it's like, I just don't see it. I completely forgot, though, that he was part of Apatow's world. Remember oh. the show Undeclared? Mm-hmm. He was the blonde, like, British guy yeah. who got all the girls mm-hmm. in that 
the like the freshman year show. It kind of revolved around Jay Barishaw. Yeah, I watched it one one time on Netflix. Yeah, one like one time through. It was only like a season or two. Yeah. So he, I guess, kind of started more as like an Apatow comedy mm. guy, but then he bulked up and got on. Sorry, um, Sons of Anarchy, and it has like only done serious stuff since then. It's like what you were supposed to be Al just now. When how much but, how much could they have possibly really written for Aldous? Snow's character if it's what's his name Russell Brand Russell Brand mm-hmm. like so much of that like that's how he speaks that's a who lot. he and is that's how like, I feel is like a yeah a lot of the extras um, were kind of him just ad-libbing and, and kind yeah. of shooting oh, okay. the shit yeah. with Jason Siegel so. yeah I mean yeah. that's so classically like mm-hmm. who I think of Russell Brand as being yeah. oh yeah it was definitely uh-huh. based on life I, I think I watched both of his specials and yeah and the first one he talks about filming that movie and, oh really um Mia Kunis like him getting along with her along with her and having a crush mm-hmm. on her and he had a crush on she her, yeah. kept talking about her boyfriend Mac and then Macaulay Culkin showed up oh uh, I forgot Kutcher, about that him. yeah he's like this is Mac like he goes <laughs> on and on for like that's Macaulay Culkin oh, like, that's so funny all right, so maybe we should get into the elements a little bit. Yeah, let's dive into some of those. The romantic comedy. So we kind of talked about the meet cute with that opening line. The, ah, surprise, I came here to murder you. <laughs> and that's when Mila Kunis is standing at the front mm-hmm. desk. And he obviously, <laughs> she's so pretty. Like, she's, I have like a total girl crush on her. Like, she's mm. beautiful. Like, to see her and then to see your ex-girlfriend... <laughs> <laughs> have to deal with that shit when well, she totally saves him as well yeah which I liked she's about so sweet yeah. it wasn't like she's on his side yeah or whatever and she yeah she like stepped in and was like the, you know yeah kapua sweet is ready for you yeah it's like oh i'm on my way to the the sense sweet. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. well and there was also a deleted scene where he they show him a flashback with Sarah Marshall that was taken out of him kissing her for the first time. So we in a sense almost had two meet cutes in it. One of his bro his breakup oh. and one of his, you know, with the girl he ended up getting with, but that was cut. Yeah. Um but it was literally just her going, Is this a bad idea? And him being like, Yes, and kissing her. And it was <laughs> uh-huh. it felt very um it felt very uh uh sunshine of the Spotless mind, Spotless, eternal, eternal sunshine. mind, yeah. yes, eternal it, mind, sunshine spots. Yes, yeah. that's it. Of the sunshine, it felt, very, get there. it felt very much like that, where it was like him looking back on something, being like, "Oh, God, yeah, it was a bad idea." So, so yeah. we got it. We've got it. We've got a good meet cute. Got a good meet cute. We've got the reason they can't be together. The conflict is he's still got his ex girlfriend, who he's clearly not over. He's trying to forget her, right? She's got a weird. Thing with her ex-boyfriend and and her inability to kind of move on in her life right you're talking about rachel rachel yeah. mila kunis mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so she's also got some baggage she's got a yeah, crazy streak in her yeah oh my <laughs> god when she sees her ex-boyfriend and then just mm-hmm. like freaks out and tries to attack him well i should i that should say great. that's another thing that they got right about hawaii is that there, there's a fighting culture there that's really like pretty for real Not like, joking like i've never been in a fight in my life there's times where i deserved to get beat up <laughs> justin's been there for some of them um, <laughs> i was probably right next to you deserving to get beat up too <laughs> somehow we always talked our way out of it mm-hmm. but i'm actually like afraid sometimes of 
the possibility of stumbling my way into hmm. a fight. It's it's just a, a real part of of life out there, and hmm. it's kind of how people grow up. And it's just like in in Catholic school growing up, if you got in a fight, you were expelled. Yeah. Um, from our schools, I mean, and, and that was kind of that. Um, where here or in in Hawaii, you might get suspended a um, couple of days, huh. but um, yeah, it's just fully a part of it. And you see fights from time to time, and it's not really like a surprise. You just huh. kind of drive around it. At it the seems beach or like there's always like a big Hawaiian guy who's very chill. Yeah, like that seems like oh. very much like a trope of well, in, yeah. Hawaiian uh, culture. The fifty-first date. Yeah, that one. There's I same think, thing. Is that it's... the same guy that's in this one? I don't because know. Because that be. guy is also the the shrimp truck guy in Hawaii Five O. Oh my gosh! Um, and I should tell you a story about him. I was a couple Thanksgivings ago, like five or six Thanksgivings ago. I went to New York um, and Connecticut to see family. Mm-hmm. And then I was flying back and it's a direct flight that had just opened up from JFK to Oahu. A direct um, flight all that way? Yeah, it was 10 hours. Holy crap. Round trip at Thanksgiving time. I got it for like 650 bucks. Wow. It was sick. Wow. But so I was, I had a book with me and I was so excited for this 10 hour flight to just like rip through a book and mm-hmm. like, it was going to be awesome. And then I ended up next to a four-year-old girl oh. um, with stickers and crayons and a lot to say. <laughs> and so Fair enough. we didn't stop that talking been me. the whole time. Oh. I may have a little sheet, like a bookmark I made with some stickers. I think oh. it's in the book still. And um, so the mom was not, you know, like, oh, this man wants to read his book, obviously. Uh, you know, it's time <laughs> for you to home. stop. She was just like, great. This <laughs> Someone's is a 10 hour flight. <laughs> Let's let her talk. And um, so she was telling me later, though, that they go to this diner. Her husband um, was in the Army mm-hmm. or the Navy, maybe. And so they they live over on Oahu. And they're at this diner and there's this giant Hawaiian guy in there. And the daughter like went up and like made friends with this guy and basically went straight up to him and looked up. This girl's like four looking at this giant dude Mm -hmm. and was like, why are you so big? (laughs) And he kind of looked down. He's like, why are you so small? (laughs) And then they like got along. They became friends, you know, for the rest of the time he was in the diner. And then he left and all the aunties behind the counter like you know who that was and the mom was like no i don't don't know who it was and i can't think of his name i should have looked it up but is the guy from this movie who's like your like token cool giant hawaiian brother like um like he's made a career on playing that guy in film and tv um and apparently is a real sweetheart even in uh shallow how there's a large Hawaiian guy who definitely a trope of Hawaiian movies (laughs) apparently very chill you know, always has the right thing to say, kind of brings the sense to the mm-hmm. movie. Well, he was kind of like the sassy side friend besides Bill yeah. Hader, which yeah. he was like aggressively oh sassy side God, friend. Oh my God, Brian. It was so <laughs> funny. <the> <laughs> and yeah. his wife. Oh yeah. Oh and the, a little closer. A little, little farther, farther away. Like, I get what you're doing. <laughs> There's again another outtake Let's of get on the same team doing that scene but it's raw it's like eight minutes of raw footage of them doing it and (laughs) bill Hader and him just you know each of their cameras Uh and each of them losing it and you can kind of see how difficult making a movie is for these guys in that 
like the editing, like it was an eight minute section to maybe oh, yeah. get 10 seconds yeah. of footage, mm-hmm. but it was them losing it and having to, okay, no, I'm going to go from here and you can edit here and do this and blah, blah. And wow. they're just losing it laughing. That's and, funny. You know, she's God, trying Bill to hide the side. And you love, love Bill Hader. I love him teeth. so much and his funny teeth. Yeah. <laughs> He's so great. Okay, He's so, in so many of these. Like He is. Yeah. In yeah. the background, kind of be like, oh, I didn't realize Bill Hader was in that. Even in Superbad, I was like, oh, oh Bill yeah, Hader. He's a cop. Oh, man. You're in everything. Like, well, don't forget uh, uh, <laughs> Amy Jewish. Schumer. Uh, he's yeah, train in Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. He's he a lead. That was different. He was in the lead. No, we have no. not done Trainwreck yet. Yeah, we need to. But that was so good. And LeBron is so good. Yeah, in that too. he is. Yeah, LeBron. I haven't seen the later seasons. Yeah, so for Sassy Side Friend, I have Bill Hader. I have. Our Hawaiian friend, and then the it's almost like everybody too. that works like at the resort. Yeah, the is black guy is like, I lived in South Central. <laughs> yeah, I can name two hundred fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love him so much. Yeah, and, and he he's, doesn't seem they all had wit, like their own type, yeah. of, their own brand of wisdom to offer either Rachel yeah. or. Um, I just no say idea. Jason Siegel. Jason, do they say his name? Yeah, do they say it. Plenty, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah, we don't. No idea. It's Peter. Peter. Yeah. Oh yeah, Piope. Piope. That's it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so we've got sassy side friends in this, and they, yeah. like you said, they all have a particular brand of wisdom to impart on him. So that's mm-hmm. instead of just like blowing one character out into yeah. several, they're they're very much unique. Yeah, they're is there one specific so back to reality speech that? We have her. There, there are quite a few. Well, the bartender gives Rachel the speech at the end with the mid blow J line. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's and true. That's kind of a that's a one. Maybe um, think about it is a there little anything bit. That makes him go back to grow up because it's also what's your word for that? She knows. Mm-hmm. I know that you say it all. Bildungsroman. Yeah. yeah. But so like it is a bit of that because at the end he kind of grows up. See, I don't know. You don't think so? I think it's more like getting out of grief is a different story than growing up. Like I feel like he He's certainly depressed. Yeah. Like in he the goes from before, depressed to acceptance. Even before a breakup though. He's You think like, so? Yeah, well, I agree because from, they show him being so sloppy and yeah, just kind of like the week yeah. and wearing sweatpants and and not really doing work and how he yeah. cleans when up he when she yeah, doing so work. Maybe like, it is. Yeah, like because then he starts and, working on the and that's what musical. Sarah Marshall should have been working on if she wanted the relationship to work. Yeah. Is like you're depressed. I love you. Let's figure this out. Right. Yeah. Instead of you're depressed, I went to a class and read a book. Right. Nothing I can do here. That's true. Which you know. They shouldn't have been together. So yeah, and if but, it's uh, Apatow, there's always got to be that growth. Yeah, from so you don't from think baby it's a, to to adult Roman. So yeah, I guess yeah, I can see it <laughs> to an extent. of buildings Roman, yeah, but mm-hmm. we really only get that in one montage of him. You know, getting his what treadmill out and all that. How lasting it is, <laughs> and he knows. starts finally like working well, on the Dracula play. Oh yeah, I guess he had a he point. He figured there. out and that I it love, was a comedy. Yeah, I love that so much. I know. Ginny can't stand <gasps> the Dracula part. She doesn't get it. She doesn't like <gasps> I Muppets. I love it. I oh can't my gosh. get enough of it. Yeah. I love oh, it so I love much. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian's the same way. Brian said to me like a couple of years ago. Is it, am I a bad person if I don't like the Muppets? And I said, yes. And then, <laughs> you didn't, and then probably didn't even I told my mom and she said, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, really, they're the fucking Muppets. Right? And for somebody who loves wordplay as much as my life, 
Like, uh. how could you not love the Muppets? Oh, and they start, yeah. he starts playing Welcome the Muppets. Welcome to how could you uh, not love the yeah. Muppets. With. It's he starts playing the Muppets. It's time to paint the music. Yeah. It's, it's time, time to light, light the lights. lights. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he really plays the piano. That's him playing oh, the piano. I love that it does have that arc of him growing. And it even, you know, she comes back and is like, oh, I'm going to stay. And... Kind of she, get because she grows is, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is definitely a Neverland aspect to living oh, in Hawaii. Oh, for sure. And certainly you see it among like the like 45 to 60 year old divorced men scene. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of that out there. I can see that. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I love the growth that they show with both, even if it's not throughout the entire two hours you're like oh they're growing yeah. i see it it is very much like the last 10 minutes i worked up in northern michigan mm-hmm. in a very resort yeah. resortish area so i've heard and yeah as you've heard on the podcast and um there absolutely there's so many peter pans up there people who don't grow up and who don't need to grow up because they rely on the tourism industry and there's a whole contingent of people who work summers there and then live in Hawaii or go to Hawaii in the winter. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like so strange to go from Northern Michigan to Hawaii, but there's like a big chunk of people who do it. Yeah. I know Um, a lot of people from Traverse city that live in Hawaii. Isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. It's so weird. And a lot of people go between Alaska and Hawaii as well. And, um, made up languages, Leelana, Leelana County, it is like to, like the Indians in that area didn't use the letter L. It's all been made up. Like oh, in the 1900s, they started it, like the lake I worked on used to be called Carp Lake, mm-hmm. and then they changed it to Lake Lilama because it sounded better. It sure does. Yeah. You can sell way more rooms with Lake Lilong. Yeah, mm. that's right. <laughs> Cameos we kind of talked about with. Yeah, Did we mentioned Jason Bateman's. Awesome oh my cameo gosh! At the, at the very end, during the credits, the credits yeah. yeah. They cut to Animal Instincts starring Sarah Marshall. And and she can she's a dog psychic, is that what they say? Yeah, or yeah. Or she's she, an animal the, psychic. The dog talks was like, oh, he, he did it. Yeah. Who is Franco Rourke or something? Yeah, that was so funny. Oh my and gosh. Then, uh Kalani Rob is the guy who gives him the ROM and is like, give you a little extra aloha, which is a total move that you would do if you yeah. had tips. Um, but he is a professional surfer from the North Oh, Shore. really? That's yeah. funny. And he's been in, I think, a couple movies. That's like a kind of funny thing that happens on Oahu. Is and then he beats him up of, later. Yeah. Yeah. Beats the hell up. Yeah. But, he's like, I'm not your waiter now, and punches him in the face. <laughs> well, that's, again, something that they really nailed because sometimes you run into people that you just you know worked for tips the whole day mm-hmm. and you're like oh no not working like, for tips now i we were friends for six hours <laughs> there was a context in which yeah. we yeah. exchanged pleasantries yeah. and it will stay there but now i'm at costco buying inexpensive alcohol because of <laughs> the day that i just had which yeah. you were a part of <laughs> um, you've done this to me you monster walk away. thanks for the tips <laughs> yeah and we don't have any further business here. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely thing. And like when I was working, um, it was like a re- like I had to get out of it because my capacity for conversation, especially with people that I didn't know, was completely diminished. Yeah. Like I only had enough of it to do it on the boat yeah. with some caffeine. Sure. Um, but then like afterwards, you know, people would people's friends would visit. Be like, come on, we're gonna go do this thing. Like. Oh, somebody I don't know is there? Yeah. yeah. No, Can't I'm just do it. Hard, hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. I, I do yeah. that 
all day. Every got day. enough friends, yeah. not looking to make too many more. <laughs> I know it's so yeah, hard. It's like interesting. You probably you, you saw that in Northern oh, Michigan as absolutely. well. Absolutely, we would go up there. I I have a really good friend who lives up there, and she would just be exhausted. She's like, I just can't. I know that we haven't seen each other in a year, but I can't come out tonight because I've just been yeah. dealing with people all day. Yeah. And like other people come to visit and she has to see them. And it's like, just so tired. So tired. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining for visitors coming. I love when visitors come. (laughs) Anybody that hears what you're saying and thinks of it as complaining has never worked in a sort of service-based job. Those are people you know, (laughs) too. Not strangers who are Mm -hmm. like, show me the island. (laughs) Where are we going? Soundtrack. It fantastic soundtrack. One that had so many original songs Uh, that were real songs. Inside of you, I hum that. I hum that to myself regularly. Jason Siegel wrote that. Did he? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There is also a band on the soundtrack. It was in the bar scene. I meant to look them up. uh, Their name is Aloha Sex Juice. They do a cover of More Than (laughs) Words, if you remember. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no, I remember. Didn't they do? um, Wasn't. Morris Day and the Time in there? In the they were in the back. Yeah, that yeah. that song was playing. I don't know if it was like them actually doing remember. it or if They've it was got like the Morrissey. Mm-hmm. Got cake. It starts with cake. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and when you're in the hotel, um, I can't think of his. Well, it's not that I can't think of his last name. There's a, a very famous guy that did Over the Rainbow. Oh um, yeah, no, big is mm-hmm. yeah. Brada is or Israel. What's his last name? Jin. Yeah, yeah, it's like calm. I, I shouldn't. So anyway, uh, you <laughs> may remember him from Finding Forrester at the man. end. That songs in there. Yeah, he died of a heart attack, um, and apparently he like he made a big push to go to push his music as much as possible when he like knew that death was coming, so that oh. his family could be taken care of with oh, the wow. sales of his music. But Jeez. so one of his songs is playing. Um, I don't. I didn't write down the name of it in the hotel, and it's definitely something that you hear kind of on repeat if hmm. you're working in that hotel, that makes where sense. people walking through the lobby aren't going to notice that that song's played. Like Is six it Ulili E? I think so. Yeah, it's on IODB. That's well, the that's only biggest song. A they have. really beautiful one, and not over the rainbow. And I was really thankful they didn't <laughs> they play didn't over, the rainbow over the rainbow because. Yeah. Uh, we used to work on a boat where every time we were pulling into the harbor, like just that. after the tip talk, they like give our crew tips. The tip talk? Oh, they're tip talks. Well, they don't they don't tip otherwise. Oh well, yeah, it's yeah. not like a restaurant where yeah. people know, right. and they don't see like oh they just busted their butts for six hours and cleaned up your vomit like. Mm-hmm. You should tip these people. Man, but you anyway, make Hawaii sound glamorous. It's a whole different. It's a whole different <laughs> story, but. <laughs> so yeah, our, this captain would play that song coming in to like butter people up because everybody wants to hear that song when they're in Hawaii right. mm-hmm. and everybody that lives there is a little tired of the song, oh, even yeah. though it's so beautiful. Um, but so I was really appreciative that they used Everything. his music, but not that, um, because it, it is what it feels like to walk into a lobby. Yeah. Um, and then of course his, I mean, all of his Dracula music. Yeah. Ha, and I love ha, that ha. he sings in the bar that whole song in character yeah there is a vulture <laughs> like, article i could see something else she's yeah. like dracula musical <laughs> there's a vulture article from 2015 that points out that's a fully realized play 
He, no, it is. Yeah. They make it sound oh, he yeah. wrote the whole thing. He did. But he just yeah. won't ever show it to. Oh, my gosh. Like, at least that's how it reads Good here. He says him. it's better as a short where you think it's better than it actually is. No. <laughs> but that, that is a fully God, realized. God, I love to feel that so way about much. a lot of things yeah. in my life. That, yeah, I, right. I, I'd see it off Broadway running that. Fuck yeah. I would I'd, see that. I'd see it for sure. Anytime, anywhere. I, I love the, the you know the end of that song where it's I die, 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 I can't. <laughs> I love the opening time. line. God, I'm, I'm finding it hard to believe that things are going to get better. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a that's a line right there. Yeah. That things are going to get no, easier. And, like, and it just hit, and it, the context he took of what it he's so playing seriously. Too, it just because hurts. he's trying to get over this yeah, shit, you know? And it's like. I like when he's uh, playing it forward too, and she's like, I just don't get it. It's not bad, but just like, don't, don't, just play play don't play it again. Let me just play it for you But we also don't know if that's like the 20th time he's playing it for Oh, us, yeah. So Brian I'll will do that, and I'll be like, I don't want to do it again. Yeah. I don't. I make Ginny watch video edits sometimes when she really <laughs> yeah. needs to, and I'm sure she yeah. can relate. But if you could just watch it one more time, you'd we don't really have, get it. We do not have a precocious child. No? I don't believe at any mm-hmm. point. It might be Jonah Hill. Oh my God, you Jonah Hill. That tech, he's out of so nowhere. Good in like, I'm it just going to go fuck off then. He's in the movie or not. Yeah. But he's so good in it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think there's demo. one part in it where. He like they decline whatever he was trying to offer, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just go fuck myself then." Yeah, and he's I, like, "What did you I say?" He's that like, on the mm-hmm, boat mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of times. Like it, mm-hmm. that, I don't know. Anyway, almost everything he said just resonated. Mm. With me. Here's some coconut cake. It's from the hotel. It's definitely not from me. You know what's really <laughs> interesting, Sarah? When we talk about these romantic comedies, the ones that we really like, how they resonate with us, and there's yeah. a, there's a point. I one hundred percent. You know, when we have guests on here you know they're friends we mm-hmm. kind of think we know where their headspace is going to be i expected mike to mm-hmm. come in and start telling some very embarrassing stories about me on breakups and that be the thing that he identified with and that's where we went uh. i did not expect him to identify with the hospitality industry and its <laughs> framing you in didn't? this film i totally did it never even occurred to me that that's yeah. when he'd come in and that would be the thing but you know when you hear someone well, identify you clearly with the rom- haven't been in the hospitality industry well no i but to hear someone We've identify with a romantic yeah. yeah well to someone identify six the romantic year, comedy six summers <laughs> in a row of hospitality i have i mean i've thought about that a little bit but i i did decide there are a couple of stories that i am waiting to hear on the podcast and it's oh. such a treat to me <laughs> when you when hear i can blips. guess what the story is going to be uh, before it happens yeah and and i'm and when i'm correct and so some of the ones that I know may be on Justin's mind, but I don't think necessarily fit in the context of this. Or I cannot wait for him to tell those stories, but I, I don't need to be He's there like, for it. for I another want it. time. <laughs> I, it means so much to me to be listening to this podcast and uh, find myself a character in it. Yeah. Um, well, it, yeah, I know it has to be interesting yeah. and to probably My shake your My friend Laura head. is that way as well. She's on an episode we haven't released yet. And she's like, I love hearing this. <laughs> about what we did in college or <laughs> what's going on she's like i don't remember half of the stuff that you're talking about but yeah because like well, really what we're doing here is not about movies but maybe about no. our own growth and relationships well, yeah well i say to sarah what this really is slowly become as we leg it out more. finding the truth well it's fine it's finding the truth and then out of that yeah. it ends up being an interview show when we mm-hmm. the good ones it's basically we're just interviewing people and that's the jumping off point the truth mm-hmm. in that movie that they identify with. and Again, finding shit that we didn't know we knew mm-hmm. like when we did uh 
uh, just friends and I kept releasing all this information about Yeah, Sarah myself. had a revelatory <laughs> moment where she realized she has curved a I've lot of guys. Got a, a lot of just friend moments I didn't realize I had. No. Yeah. But you know what? It's, oh yeah, that guy too. Oh, well, this is looking bad. It's a studied life, Sarah. You're you're yeah. growing and learning. It's what, true. What else Who do we knew have that the... Groundhog Day was so, so existential? Mm. Oh, location, obviously. Location. I mean, yeah. I was about. wondering about that though. I think Saskatchewan. This could have been, <laughs> been any resort town I think and worked. Yeah. Think? Okay. I loved it because it was Hawaii and that's something that I like needed in my yeah. life. Holy shit. But I think this could be a ski movie. Ah, that's what I, I was yeah, I was thinking there's a ski chalet, a Lego <laughs> ski chalet right next to us right now and I was thinking this could totally be a ski there movie. There could be a race at the end too because oh, it's a 100%. ski one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God, I would go see 100%. Uh, a well, Sarah and, Marshall yeah. set on a mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. wonderful. I have so dreams I of like it, Going to it like between Christmas and New Year's, just going to a ski chalet all week. That'd yeah. be sweet. That could be awesome. Mm-hmm. I've only skied once. It was with Jared, and it did not. I'm go. not good I can't at imagine all. he's he a terrible a lot. teacher. Oh, really? You think? I was not allowed to <laughs> ski growing up because I was a swimmer, and the seasons oh, were the same. Yeah, they conflict. But that's a terrible idea. Let's give a little advice to parents. Um, <laughs> when I'm at my most coordinated and physically fit, that's when I should have learned how to ski. Oh, yeah. Not. No. You know, 30 pounds later and <laughs> no physical ability later. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, so. Well, it's also Jared, dear friend, love him to death, took me on a bicycle ride through New York and it was white knuckle because I had no fucking clue where we were going. <laughs> and if I lost him, I was done because mm-hmm. I, I just didn't know where it. So Greek guy, <laughs> terrible teacher. <laughs> terrible to follow him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, so it could, it, maybe yeah. the location isn't as important, just has to be some kind of touristy yeah. thing. I think they did think a great job of leaning into is important. the location. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They did a great job of leaning into the location, but it could have been any yeah. tourist destination. So is that yeah. is that then a yeah. subgenre that's like a vacation rom-com? Yeah. Or an escapist. Is yeah. a breakup rom-com. rom-com a thing? That's a good question. Because not yeah. all of them have... Yeah. Break up, or not all of them are fueled by a, a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, that is a good question. Hmm. Maybe we, we'll answer that in future episodes, Michael, as we keep going. I'm telling you guys, I Skipping consider myself a part of this podcast. And we appreciate you. You've done more. I don't really write in, but I'm, I'm saying did. things out loud in the car. Well, and you've, you've sent a couple text messages. The important thing is you think about it. Yeah. What uh? Mm-hmm. What else are we missing so here? So we have a lot of montage. Yeah, a lot I of think. montages. Not long montages. Um, no, but there's yeah. certainly, you know, the montage from depressed to getting to know Rachel mm. was probably the main montage. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the one that ends with them going for the hike and he jumps off the cliff? And I think so. Yeah. That's something that made Jenny and I cringe because you just you just have to jump like you can't. You can't go half at going. it. And then Ugh. grab on because it's lava rock. It's very sharp. Yeah. You're that going would really to get hurt. ruined and it's going to be way worse than smacking the water. Mm-hmm. And if you just saw somebody do it, you know, it's deep enough. So yeah, just, you got to commit to that. But there's another montage where he's writing, he's finishing the Dracula yeah. musical. Yeah. His he finally gets Roman it together. Yeah. Moment. yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then all of the, um, all of the, the flashback, kind of little vignettes i think are kind of montage you just they're quick yeah. quick bites of kind of lists of mm-hmm. transgressions yeah <laughs> mm. so yeah so we've got montages in here we've got there's um 
real world advice. There's a lot of real world advice. I like the surfing instructor when life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and bail. <laughs> Which is like so classically yeah. like resort shit like <laughs> eh, fuck it. <laughs> what would you say the message of the movie is as a whole though, Sarah? If we talk about that having a kernel truth in these movies and we want to tease What's the that message out, as a whole, what would you take that as? Cause I, I have an idea, but I'm always wrong. So right. interesting. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I kind of took the basic message of the movie that, you know, breakups in themselves aren't bad that you just need to look at yeah. them honestly and that it will hurt. But if you, you can choose to grow from it yeah. and come out better. That, that's what I took as kind of the message of it. Because he, you know, it, the... If you, in the words of Garth Brooks, um, <laughs> uh, how the hell does that song go? Oh, if you're calling Baton Rouge? No, no, stop. I have to think. That song only quick. is good it's, live. Um, I don't like the studio mm. version. You, you, you could have. Um, Barbecue stand. You had a, God damn, how's it go? You'd have, it's about the dance. It's called the dance. It's like. Uh, you could have missed the hurt, but you'd have had to miss the dance. How how does it go? Um, that's probably looking weird. back on the memory of the dance we shared beneath the stars above for a moment while the world was right. How could that I have known you say goodbye? Uh, our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd I could have, to miss have missed the dance. the pain, but I'd have had to miss the dance. Right. <laughs> So that's what Sarah Marshall means to you. Yeah. Okay. You got to go through it. And like they were both saying before they jumped awkwardly off that cliff, it's like when you're that hurt, you feel impervious to pain because it's like I've already been destroyed. What can hurt me more? And then the comedy comes from the fact that he's (laughs) really physically hurt and like holding on to the side of the cliff and won't jump even after he just said that. (laughs) But Oh, man. I have, there are a couple of grand gestures. Yeah, which ones? The one that I love is when he goes and rips her picture off the bathroom wall and then gets the shit beat out of him. Well, that's the grand gesture that I have. Yeah. As as well. That was so great. And just like slams slams it it down and then leaves. Yeah. Goes back to LA. That's a suggestion. That's a strong move. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. I like that because it has no expectation. It's just like, I did this and now I'm leaving. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not going to contact you. The sheer virtue of the thing. Yeah. 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 I fucking did it. Like it it made her life better regardless of any. Yeah. I did this for you. I don't have any expectations. What was your second grand gesture? Well, when he invites her to the musical. Do you think and that the invite or the showing up is It's kind of, they're like mutual. Because that's like her grand gesture. Because yeah. then they lock eyes in the right. thing and like yeah. that's a gesture for sure. Yeah. I didn't have that down. Yeah, because she flew. I mean, that's not cheap She flew flight, all the like way there. Said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well she got a one-way ticket. Good. Like her life was changing yeah. as a result of meeting him. Mm-hmm. And she was, decided it was time to grow in that way. So. Yeah. I like the jobs of the protagonist when he's like a movie score, right? Yeah. Well, he's a he's a drama tone writer basically. I love that. <laughs> yeah, composing. And he does the sign after the breakup, he does the sign. Boom 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 boom. It's like just yeah. go with something dark and ominous. Oh my yeah. god! When he's, he's like, "Come on, bro, I got Holland Brothers." <laughs> I gotta go. When he's playing, uh, that in that guy in Parks and Rec too. Yes, he's yeah. he's with um, 
what's Sanitation. his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I can't think of it. The uh, no, the Dave, other guy. She just said. The um, he's with. He died. What's his name? No, oh, Harris Whittles. No, Harris no, Whittles. no, no. We're thinking of someone else. No, the he's sewage. sanitation. They're, yeah. Yeah. they're um, yeah. animal control. Yeah. That guy died. Yeah. Harris Whittles. Oh, he died That's of a, a heroin overdose. Yeah. Uh, I also terrible. liked when he's sitting at the piano. He's going, see a fucking psychiatrist. I don't want to see a psychiatrist. Because let's be honest, we've all had yeah. that conversation in our own way. I don't want to do <laughs> So it. then what What number do we want to put on this? Sarah, and Mike, you, you as an avid listener know we like to say from one to ten, ten being the quintessential rom-coms. Ten being something that we would show an alien who just dropped down to earth and wanted to just want to say that when i was listening to that um back home in the car i I smile i smiled so much just thinking about (laughs) that is that is how you should judge this would you show it to an alien as you know who i would show it to the model of this Mm. genre yeah i would show this to stitch from lilo and stitch Yet another too. Yeah, they did such a great job. Did on you that. ever see it's on YouTube and it's not colored, but they did a whole scene from Lilo and Stitch um that's just drawn um where she's like going through the beach with like an air horn. Like I can't remember if she's yelling shark or like go oh yeah, she's tsunami. yelling that there's a tsunami coming oh, no. to clear out the beach and then it's clear and she's like ah Oh. all to myself and it's <laughs> so and they didn't leave it in because you know you can't yeah. shove a middle finger up that hard to yeah. the people that you want to watch the movie right. but, um, but they do such a good job with the yeah. tourists like oh, being yeah. slathered in, in sunscreen and just staring at her oh, and she's yeah. staring at the guy <laughs> and then she gets in the water and she's like ah oh, the water finally yeah. away from the tourists <laughs> yeah that's Lilo and Stitch is set in Hawaii and an alien comes down on the <laughs> island and then morphs himself he's he's like able to mutate and he morphs himself into a dog like creature so that he'll be adopted so that he won't be captured by the aliens he just escaped from and he becomes a part of Lilo's family and she's Hawaiian and there's a great there's it's a great movie it is a good one but back to this one <laughs> on so, a scale of one to ten if you were i say, would put it at like i would say like an 8.5 mm-hmm. maybe a nine okay wow i i was gonna go like a seven and a half just because to me the biggest chunk of the movie more deals with like the breakup and him coming to grips with that yeah. it is a love story but as far as romance yeah. like mm-hmm. him and it, for all we know, this relationship with uh, uh, him and um, uh, Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis mm-hmm. that could just be a short throwaway get together thing. We're yeah. never shown that there's like a real lasting whatever there yeah. or the. Well, and the argument for Bill Dung's Roman, as Mike said, was that he grows from that breakup to be able to find someone like Mila Kunis. Mm. Like he has to grow out of the e hollywood story that he's been living with mm. um Kristen bell into something more real and more authentic yeah so i'm, I'm sticking with like i'm gonna go like a seven and a half on it because it is it definitely mm-hmm. is a rom-com but yeah. you know it's yeah what about you mike you're gonna put a number on things i think i'm closer to you in that i i should say that this may be one mm-hmm. of my favorite rom-coms mm. i mean yeah. probably top five at least yeah. um certainly anything with tom hanks and meg ryan is above right. that um but <laughs> i don't know if it's one that i show to an alien to give them an idea of what 
a romantic comedy is. I might get, show it to them to give an example of how Judd Apatow produces things, oh, yeah. you know, that maybe we thought we knew. Mm. Um, because probably That's because true. there's so many side characters that are so funny and almost take away from the central. This, and, yeah, yeah. And there's four kind of central characters instead of just yeah. two. Yeah. That's true. Um, where, you know, anything with Meg Ryan and, um, and Tom Hanks or, you know, Harry met Sally yeah. is specifically like laser focused on their relationship, their relationship. and the yeah. side characters are in it in huge parts, but they kind of peel away. Right. I think in Harry met Sally, they literally peel away. Yeah. They get married each other. to each other. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I don't know that it's one that I show to aliens. I think it's closer to a seven or mm. a seven and a half, which has nothing to do with how much I love this right. movie. And that's why yeah. I, I struggle yeah. in my car to I guess deal I'm with your rating system. <laughs> amending a little bit more downward trending. <laughs> because, yeah, I, the more I think about it, the more it is more of a growth story. And the romance comes out of that. Yeah. And the romance is part of that. But it is, a, in the end, a guy who's figuring out his shit when something shitty happens to him. And then he, you know tries to deal with it and and what happens and how he grows from that but i just i you know i get colored by the fact that i really like it too <laughs> it's like, yeah, well it's not a rating i love of if Mila you Kunis. like it so it's okay i struggle yeah. so much with the rating yeah no yeah. it's we struggle but, with it too what's usually in my head like below a five it's not a rom-com it's in my head like it it may have one of the two elements well it seems like if there, <clears throat> if it is a scale one should be like bare bones rom-com see one to me is like a horror movie like not at all exhibiting any elements of a romantic Mm. comedy 10 being all the elements of romantic comedy and it's just too small scale because we've done yeah i mean it's (laughs) tough we've talked about amending it but it's just i don't think you should amend it yeah but it is something i struggle with Um, would you guys say that i definitely think this is kind of like a bro centric one basically just because the protagonist is male and Mm -hmm. he's who you're rooting for Mm -hmm. um would you say that it has because of that does it have more similar characteristics to the ones where jack black is the protagonist yeah like like is that kind of a thing in the the bro situation is Mm -hmm. it like does the gender of the protagonist i think so a huge difference i think so and the gender of the director and the writer I think really like it actually probably matters more than like yeah. you're saying the protagonist because look Wait at into that if you will look yeah. at some like Nora then like Nora Ephron stuff oh, I mean, still yeah. Tom Hanks is a lead but female director and it's not as bro centric like mm. when well, you're not following these, him as much, Nancy Meyer these is are like referred to Myers. this is called a raunch com like yeah. instead of a rom com a really? raunch com is is one mm-hmm. way I saw it that described. Like so. I mean, so is me. super bad in that same way, mm-hmm. and but that's way less of a romantic. Is it? Comedy. If you I think, think so. about it, compared to this, I think, I think so they're fairly similar. I see what you're saying, but there's so much less interplay between Jules and Seth yeah throughout the whole thing and they kind of, they end up together for however long at the end mm-hmm. and all of the things that he goes through you know that quest was for her and for not but i don't know i think that's more of a buddy comedy that's a me. buddy comedy because filled, they end up yeah on the basement floor together. like they're in love as as you could possibly be with your best friend mm-hmm. and and i think that's the central arc and not like yeah. you could have had that movie 
without them ending up with the girls in the end and still felt pretty good about mm-hmm. what you just saw. That's true. Uh, Ginny and I, maybe it's just because where we are socioeconomically, uh, but we don't make vacation friends. Mm. Uh, and they made vacation friends. Yeah. Um, and my aunt and uncle, who come to Maui for like three weeks every year, always make friends. Like sometimes they'll invite mm. us out to dinner and we'll show up and they're like, oh, we met this couple that like Michigan football. So <laughs> we brought them and we told them to come That's along. Sweet. And then they show up. Mm. Where if that happened to my wife and I, not maybe, hopefully not to my uncle, but we might say, yeah, we'll see you there. No intention of showing yeah. up. Yeah. But like vacation friends is a real thing that apparently happens that hmm. is foreign to me. Um, no, any, no experience. I, I vacation no, friends? I'm not a vacation friend. I'm a make a friend when I'm like in a line or eating somewhere <laughs> or like a little thing, yeah. but Waiting it's like for the millennium force, really something like that. But it's like, I have, I have paid money to be here and do my thing. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. You are a very nice person. Yeah. We have had our interaction. Yeah. Allow us to go. Set. Like it was beautiful what we had. Let's Just, not let's not wear this out and ruin it. Yeah. I like the idea of vacation friends, <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm there yet. Like my parents made vacation friends up in Michigan because it was a resort that had like yeah. 19 cottages. And, and I still through. have friends from that from being like seven on. Mm-hmm. Um and it's then different when you're set, when you're a kid making yeah. vacation friends. Like that's definitely a that's thing that happens. Easy. But when you're an adult, like my aunt and uncle will get contact information and follow up because they travel throughout the country a lot to like huh. go to baseball games or whatever. Wow. And they make contact with those people again. Wow. Which even if I got to the point of getting contact that's information, cool. if I'm not like looking for help with a job, yeah, like I might not yeah. probably contact them. I like that. I'd like to do that. No, it's I, I just haven't. The, I guess maybe I don't go on vacations where that's an opportunity. Like I usually go with our family to the same place over and over again. Maybe it's a later in life or prior to kids. I don't know. I'd like to. We're going to England in June. Maybe we'll make vacation friends. Okay. Well, then I I guess as we're finishing up though here, Mike. Um, would you, would, as a quick after segment, would, would you like to give some people out there some tips of if they do end up on a snorkeling trip or they do end <laughs> up on a whale tour, what are maybe three things that they can do to really catch the eye of the person running that boat and get the, the good treatment, whether that mean a better code <laughs> or maybe please. a better, oh, okay. So one money. <laughs> yeah. If you just come out tipping, which yeah. never, that's never happened. So you're saying you want to get, if, never a, if a guy walked on the boat and just immediately was like, here's a 20, we're starting here. That's if he the handed me a hundred dollars, he's getting whatever like he wants. You want, you want Benjamin's. Like 20s are fine if it's the end of the boat and people are all throwing in 20s Uh but if you see people throwing in singles that's that's actually a tip guys if you go to a restaurant for two hours and you pay like 200 bucks for the whole table to eat and then you tip crazy like say you tip like i don't know 50 percent because you're in a good mood and you're a little drunk or whatever like that's awesome that you did that but like Think to the six hours you spent earlier that day with the crew um, who is not getting paid as much as those servers. <laughs> and yeah, if you're doing 20% on a $100 trip times five, you know, at least at least tip that. Right. You know, people people just don't think about it. But how many times is a server at a restaurant and there are it's not going to be zero. But how many times are you cleaning up vomit? Mm. And people 
always go to the head, to the restroom to puke because instead of off the that's boat. what they're used to. You got to go but off the boat, But there's no man. air circulation in there. It's a, it's a miserable death chamber. It's not the place to puke yeah. and you're going to feel worse. So that's number two. You always puke, puke off, off the, the boat. boat. Puke off the boat. Absolutely. We used to say, figure out which way the wind's blowing. And go, go down to the there. opposite side. Go yeah. to that side. And um, the captains like to say, grab onto the rails and shoot for distance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. Puke off of the boat. God, it's the best way. Oh, yeah. I, like I used to take boats home from the bar all the time. <laughs> and it's, it's a fantastic. You pee off the boat. You puke oh, off yeah. the boat. It's perfect. It's there's right no there. cleanup. No. If you're yeah. going slightly, you don't have to. There's like no. You just right into the water. Yeah. I'm not feeling super well. And when you say I used to take <laughs> boats home from the bar, I pictured you like getting a boat. And I'm like, where the fuck is she going that she's meeting a boat? Well, just <laughs> not a, thinking you we physically drove, were like, we yeah, drove no, I got there that now. The I'm like, how messed up is Sarah? She's they going to bars to meet there. boat. Like yeah. where you just hammered and you walked out to the parking lot. We're like, you're a nice boat. Hey, boat. I like you ready? new boat. Let's get you So that's where my head's been. Uh, all right so we have Jimmy. puke off the boat we have tip well tip well, tip well. to tip like a normal it's expensive tip. out yeah. there i mean it's yeah. it's as expensive or maybe more than like san francisco or, or any of the expensive yeah. places that you Justin know would hate it. So but then give me, give because me one people more. paid so much to get out there they often are not interested in uh tipping more. well yeah. but that's really what people in that industry are are making their living mm. from mm-hmm. and the way that they're able to pay rent Ginny, do you have a third? Three. Oh, the wildlife! Oh my God, people are idiots. Yeah, Ginny says, "quote Don't be an asshole." Um, DBA. That's true. Just take a minute to Mm -hmm. learn about where you are and why it's important to the people who revere that place. Um, Absolutely. Whatever you saw in an Elvis movie, live there. Yeah, any sort of kind of kitschy situation is not necessarily what people are trying to promote. Like like right. the idea that a lot of people have isn't really what is happening. So, Movies sell you things that maybe aren't. Yes. Exactly um, accurate. So yeah, be super respectful. If you're on a road and there's a pickup truck riding your ass, pull over and let them go because they've right. driven that road a lot and they're they annoyed. They just need to get through. <laughs> they're just they're trying to go to work. They're not trying to find yeah. a waterfall. Right. So uh, pull I over. Think it's over here. Yeah, a lot of it. I think, Ginny, that's great. That, it, the main thing is just respect the people that are there and um, kind of go with an open mind and an open heart and be ready to grow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that's it. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, Sarah, if people want to see, maybe maybe Michael let you put up a picture on Instagram of him on a boat or something, Ooh. so people can see what the real pointing island at a whale. life is like. Ideally, yes, pointing yeah. at a whale. <laughs> so, if someone wanted to maybe see that photo of Mike pointing at a whale or something, where would they do that on Instagram? Well, you'd open the Instagram app, <laughs> and then you would type in romcomcom dot com. Because that's us. Nice. And then, if they wanted to send us an email, perhaps uh, remind they'd open Mike their mail stories. app. And they'd type in mail at romcomcom.com. You're so good at that. Yes. Yeah. I should say that I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, not my own Instagram. I don't need I don't need that. But, no need um, board. It is no need <laughs> board because I'm a body surfer and I don't use a board. I wondered what that came from. Um, and that's a lot of times when you're if you're swimming in waves and you don't have a board, people look at you and they're like, 
what are you doing? Are you okay? And they always ask like if I'm okay, if I lost my surfboard. Oh, no. And so I would often reply, no need board. <laughs> um, that's funny. And that's, that's that. That's not the Instagram handle I'm interested in promoting. I should say yeah. I'm uh, with some friends working on a documentary about humpback whales. Oh. Um, trying to be the first to film the birth of a humpback whale. It's never Ooh. been done. And uh, you can follow along at Kohola Film or Kohola underscore film. Kohola is the Hawaiian word for whale. Mm. It's K-O-H-O-L-A mm. underscore film. Uh, follow along there. And if, you're, you know, if you feel like throwing a couple bucks to the, the sinking boat that we have, uh, <laughs> feel free to do that. Don't let it be a fool's Russian situation or fool's, fool's gold, gold, fool's gold yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, and then as always, I also want to thank this is my suitcase for letting us use their song love, love. off the album. The, the keys, keys to, to cat, cat heaven. heaven. They say together, uh, an excellent <laughs> Columbus band. So please check them out in any of their side projects. Is there anything else last minute? Any housekeeping or is that just about housekeeping? it? Housekeeping. <laughs> towel? That's not a romantic comedy. <laughs> so he yeah. does end up with a girl at the end, though. Yeah, he does. I mean, buddy romantic. So comedy. does Billy More Madison. Of a buddy comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys doing Billy Madison? No. I don't know if I would listen to that episode. No. It's not. Probably won't. <laughs> no. Just because it's funny and there's a chick doesn't. Yeah. It's not. Okay. Well, but maybe we will. Who knows? You'll have to tune into the next yeah. episode. You'll to never find know out. what you're going to get. I told Justin that next Thanksgiving I want to hear um, a plane, trains, and automobiles episode. I made an argument for that buddy comedy mm. as a romantic comedy because it does have the elements that you talk about. Mm. Well, All something right. to think about. All right. Okay, well, thanks. All right. Thanks so much for coming and, and recording with us, Mike. And uh, Mahalo. And uh, <laughs> Mahalo. Mahalo, and y'all. What's the other one? Aloha. Mele Kaliki Maka. Goodbye, Sarah. This doesn't really need to make it in, but he says something about like, if you get bitten by a shark, like you're not surfing again. And I do have a friend who did get bitten by a shark Uh. and still surfs. Uh. Maniac. Um, No, thank you.